0: see we're recording now. We are the recording. levels look very low. Are we? Yeah. I can I can normalize things and boost up hello. <laughs> is that normal normalizing things is like like engaging the improbability drive yes the infinite improbability drive and then that's where I will turn I will turn into a couch I will turn into a whale and you will turn into a bowl of petunias (laughs) (laughs) well not this again (laughs) oh it was a sofa it was a sofa (laughs) I feel like a sofa (laughs) a penguin was there a penguin? I it don't was, remember the penguin. Well, it depends on which one you were watching. Are you watching the BBC one? Because he was like he turned. I was his, remembering the book. Oh, okay, well, because yeah, the uh, in the movie they turned into sofas. Also in in the books. I don't remember that. But there were several versions. Yeah, there were rewrite rights or re- <laughs> whatever. Uh, rewrites. Rerun, rerun, rerun from what's rer- happening. There were different. There were. Some differences depending on what, what uh, edition you had. Mm. Like I have the the more than complete Hitchhiker's Guide, um, and then I have the the standalone. I have the ultimate, which is the five and one. Okay, I have the four, and then I have Mostly Harmless on its own. Mm. So, uh, and I haven't. I have yet to read the Owen Culfer one. Uh, he was Owen oh, Culver. Yeah, uh, I can't even remember what it's called, but he wrote like a sixth book. Um, I think he kind of like got acceptance from the family, too, hmm. because he was apparently a big fan. And, okay, and wrote it. And, uh, I may actually have it in this room somewhere, but I'll I'll look later. Okay. Um. <clears throat> And we are sitting amongst stacks and stacks of books. In my mind, I'll put the that I'll put in I'll books. put in a green screen, right? <laughs> okay. and the green screen of your mind. Book of Imagine books. the CGI. Uh, book list, stacks of books. We are in the library at Alexandria. I'm skipping millennia I, millennia ago <laughs> alexandria why am i thinking? oh like that was like the largest library in the history of mankind and uh, it was burned oh. down yeah that's why i was I, that's why i was confused because i'm like wait a minute is that a game of thrones reference <laughs> is it is it a reference of something else that oh, i'm it's supposed, a real it was it's a, a real th- it's a real thing it was a real thing <laughs> reality yeah that was they had uh they had made uh Deal. So they were, uh, Alexandria was a big port, a shipping port. Uh, and as things would come in there, one of the things that the government there had said that if you want to land here, any reading material you have, we want it. <laughs> so that was kind of part of the deal. That was their tariff to bring their Scrolls and all the you know anything that they had, and so that's why the alex the library at Alexandria was huge was because everywhere that was coming every- that was coming in to Alexandria was bringing their their books. I mean, they didn't have bound books at the time, but oh shit. Okay, that's better. <laughs> and thus, John's bathroom reader was born. That's right. Not really. <laughs> um. Oh, by the way. Hi Dean. Hi Don. How are you? I'm. I'm a little tired. You're a little, little tired. tired. Yeah. How, how was the, uh, ball, the the soft balls? The soft balling. Mm-hmm. Our season is done. Um, we played uh, one of the top three teams in the league, and and um, played them pretty tough, but lost. Yeah. You know, um, our entire team felt like this was. One of the best seasons we've we've ever had as a as a unit together as a core unit. Um, a few seasons there was a lot of drama with some players that are no longer on the team. It's a softball team, dude. Go, oh, well, you have why? no idea why we had one player that would get blackout drunk by the second or third <laughs> inning and start swearing at her own, I mean their own, team members um, as well as verbally abusing the umpire and the, uh, the other team. And after one game, I, you know, I probably handled this completely (laughs) wrong. Um, once in a while I lose my temper, but I, I opened up the floor to the entire team because we had played a terrible game and everybody kind of lost their cool a little bit, but one, one of the players was just way over the top and out of line and it had been coming for a while. And, um, I asked them in front of it. Well, I, at first, I asked everybody if anybody had anything to say. I said, this, "You know, listen, this this was a terrible game on many levels. We played bad. We were on each other. That's not how we play. Does anybody have anything that they want to contribute? Apologize for or anything?" <laughs> and, I, and then I went into, "I'm look, I'm really sorry that I yelled at the umpire and lost my cool with him." But is there anybody else that wants to apologize for anything? And nobody said anything until that person who will remain nameless uh said something snarky and I I I said, you know what? Here comes don't the come team. back.
1: <laughs>
0: don't come back to this team. You're not you're not allowed to play on this team anymore. You know, what you did was was way out of line. You've been doing it for weeks. We've talked to you about it. I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> and I probably shouldn't have done it in front of everybody. I probably should have just quietly told them you're you can't. You're not. You're gone. Sorry, we've got enough people. You're a bad person, and you should feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: and then I got I ran into that person, uh, which two years later at uh, the Oyster Run in Anacortes, the big motorcycle rally in Anacortes, Uh and was introduced to their new significant other as, this is the person that kicked me off my softball team. (laughs) Really? Did you also say that you were a drunk asshole? Because that's why you got kicked off the softball. But, you know, so some, you know, and it's nice to see you again, drunk asshole, who got kicked off the softball team. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel bad for that at all. No. I mean, I, mean well, I still do. I mean, I do. Yeah, well, nah, I know. Fucking yeah. stupid, compassionate <laughs> dawn. Duh. You wake those times when you wake up and remember, that, remembering those things we said when they were when we were fourteen years old. And <laughs> Like, oh shit, did I really say that? No, I never question what I say. I just, you know, it's 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 really the way I the way I do certain things, mm-hmm. right? Like that incident should have been done privately. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, I, those are the my the words that I said were exactly spot on. I think they were deserved. They were, yeah, beyond deserved. Maybe they, so. they were. They, I mean, I think yeah, you were you were nice. No, no, I was angry. <laughs> Yeah, and that. and I was just very nice about it right here. <laughs> it was more I, like don't effing come back. You're not welcome on this team anymore. Yeah. Um uh, I, I, I we're not I uh I I <laughs> know I've had I've one I've I had one of those situations with the uh, flag football oh, yeah. um where we were uh, my kids. So I, there are uh, different levels uh, age age ranges where in uh uh, in the flag football for the boys and girls club, at least uh, for Snohomish County, um, where the the highest group is anyone who is age fifteen to seventeen. Now, all my kids that were on my team, my son, were all my son's friends. He is a freshman, so he is at the bottom of the age group, uh, and this was our. So this, so this was his first year playing in that age age range. It was called the U seventeen, so under seventeen, uh, age group, um, and we went to Snohomish and played the team there. And uh, there was this kid who, I mean, if you were to see him on the street, you would not guess that he was under eighteen, nineteen. <laughs> so I mean, the kid was built i mean he had i mean he was like, he was like the only kid on their team didn't wasn't wearing a shirt i mean he had the sick, full six pack and everything and he was just talking all kinds of shit i mean not just not just being jokey he was being a fucking asshole so he was <clears throat> he looked like the christian okoya in Wee football yeah and was mouthy like um i can't think of that. <laughs> like lt <laughs> Was he really mouthy? LT was mouthy. He was, I, though I will, <laughs> he was the first person when he, when he hurt Theismann, he was the first person. Oh, saying, yeah. I Holy shit. He <laughs> get, jumped up and was yeah, waving like, people. Him over and, here. Yeah. Gosh, I'll never forget that. Oh, yeah. I'll ever forget that. Uh, but yeah, this kid, this kid was a complete dick. And I, uh, <laughs> the, the, the refs for flag football are high school kids. And turns out these high school kids, ha- we were playing in Snohomish. These high school kids who were the refs were also from Snohomish and they weren't doing anything about it. And I, I mean, cause I asked him, I said, he needs to fucking come off. He needs to go because that is unsportsmanlike. And I, I mean, I had the rules right there. I mean, all that shit was complete. So they weren't doing it. <laughs> Basically said, there's nothing I can do about it. That's what the kid said. I'm like, so I just started talking shit back to the kid. <laughs> <laughs> and finally at halftime I calmed down the uh the director for the uh for the boys and girls club came over to me and says yeah I talked to them and I don't know why I like, you know what if it if it happens again I'm just gonna pull all my kids off to the side and we're not gonna play until he's gone or that's or that's it you forfeit <laughs> right so he shut up for the rest of the game <laughs> but yeah he one of even the smallest kid smallest scrawniest kid on our team he he like pointed at him and said i'm gonna kick your ass i'm like dude you're a fucking really? asshole yeah so he's a bully as well oh yeah he was a complete <clears throat> asshole bully, dickhead you know <laughs> all, all of a sudden he was talking i'm like oh you kiss your mom with that mouth he goes my mom was great i say i bet you <laughs> i bet she is so you know you, you can you can pick on kids about their mama so of course <laughs> Don't, you know, people can talk about my mama, but she'll probably cut you. <laughs> no, my mom's very nice. My mother is a very, very lovely woman. But I wouldn't be surprised if she cut some people in her time. <laughs> she cut a bitch. I cut a she bitch. Cut... <laughs> is Mama Roberts going to have to choke a bitch? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so, do we uh, do we have a name yet? Kinda. Kinda. Kind of. Kind of? Yeah, (laughs) what's 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 the kind of Um, I think we agreed that his name, I think I agreed with uh, a a couple of people um, that, well, he's responding to a a, a name. Okay. um, which I think means he's just kind of opening up and, you know, but we went for a walk today and I every uh, I would say, say the name that I'm calling him Mm -hmm. and his ears would perk back okay so that means he's alerted uh uh-huh. you know right um but as per usual i like to name my dogs weird things um i i can't remember the second part of it but it's um <laughs> it's uh god you guys are people are just going to laugh at this <laughs> it's uh uh what, what are we, pork and beans is this name Pork and Beans? Yes. Okay. He is answering to Bean. <laughs> um, All right. You know, I, it. There's some squishy face, McFart Sniffer, <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember. You know, <clears throat> <clears throat> I was but re- I was really hoping to hear you running outside, going,
1: Leroy And
0: <laughs> Pork chop and beans is kind of what what it what it, but he's he's answering to Bean. I don't know why. I you know I, I he's British. He's British. He's a fan of Mister Bean. Isn't Rowan Atkinson <laughs> dead? Yeah. Oh, I don't think so. I could swear he died a couple years ago. Well, he will now because you named your dog Bean. But <laughs> then I just saw that it, I turned the TV on and it was on Access TV because I was watching New Japan Pro Wrestling last night, which is just amazing i'd never seen it before and was blown away by some of the moves that i have never even imagined existed um rowan sebastian atkinson is still alive i swear he died like a year ago nope mr bean mr bean Let's see what's he That's what's, crazy. what's he up to right now. He got a uh, he's got a he's got a 007 hey, movie oh, he's, out. He's got a Johnny English strikes again coming out and mm-hmm. uh this year I don't remember the Johnny English struck first or whatever the if there was a first one. Uh, yeah, the, I think the first one was just Johnny English this one is Johnny English strikes again. Oh, there was one in 2011 Johnny English Reborn. Then 2003 was Johnny English. Ne- I've never seen either of the two of them. That's crazy. Nor I mean, I knew about them, but I've never seen them. What? what? Out of all. His, I mean, I was never a fan of Mr. Bean, so. Oh, I, was, I thought he was pretty, pretty. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty good. You know, I mean, Benny Hill's been gone forever. So it was, you know. <laughs> well, I like Benny Hill when I was. I mean, that, at the time. There might be a boob. There's a boob. I mean, when we were 13. Yeah. Or younger, maybe yeah and we we like to watch oh, ho, ho, boobies right well but t- chasing around girls it was still so. it was still kind of funny but mm-hmm. looking you know r- hindsight being 2020 it was you know it was sexist and, and racist oh, yeah. and all of the ests <laughs> you know um Misogynist. oh yeah i'm sure yeah there, i have no doubt that that uh that Benny Hill was... <laughs> look, will you do me a favor while uh, you've got that? Sure. sure. While, while you've got your phone out and ready at the go? Uh-huh. Will you just look at um, Mr. Uh, uh, Rowan Atkinson death hoax? Because I'm wondering if perhaps there was something last year where he was announced dead. Could have sworn it was him. But then again... What do I know? Uh, this is scintillating. Yeah, so there was yeah, July of last year. Yep. Uh, Post claiming Mr. Bean and Rowan Atkins is dead are fake. And can give your computer a virus. So apparently there was a Rowan Atkins is dead virus. Weird. So it's going around this time last year. So what's what's funny about that is I didn't click on the whatever it was. I just saw it, and went, oh, that's too bad, and thought he was dead. And then this morning I was watching Access TV, uh, while I was you know puttering around the house, and and uh, and believe me, I was puttering today. <laughs> um, but uh, it was there's a show called um, Just uh, Trailers, and it's just trailers. Of upcoming movies, what an apropos name, right? I mean, <laughs> you know, right. So, I and there's a there's a Rowan Atkinson movie coming out, Johnny, whatever, part seventeen. So I was surprised. What did they just sit on this for a year and then release it? What happened? <laughs> and apparently, that uh, another hoax had happened. Uh, uh march the previous year as well so didn't see that one yeah but i saw well i saw one of them and i I thought he'd been dead for at least a year sometimes they will have that so uh yeah i i you know there was well, I think we talked about fish already. So Abe Vigoda. Abe Vigoda, yeah. <laughs> that was. Is he dead? He's dead. No, he's not. He's dead. Now, now he's dead. No, he's not. Now he's. Dead. Yeah, he he'd appear on. He appeared on Carson like ten times to say, "Yo, I'm still here." <laughs> I'm not. And then dead. and then uh, David Letterman several times and right. a couple other things and it was always good to see him. Oh yeah, <laughs> I thought he died? Oh, Barney Miller. I remember watching that show when I was a kid. Yeah, that was another good show. Back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the day. (laughs) So we're going to have a very long show uh, in this episode. I was thinking about cutting it into two, but that's not our style. You know. (laughs) Take it all. (laughs) Biz (laughs) You will take the whole thing. Well, you can, you know, pause it and go on about I, you know, your day exactly, here you know. Because I, I, ha- I, I put out the question to the podcaster group, and I, and I, I kind of said this. I said, here's what we do. We do long-form interviews. That's what we do, generally, generally speaking, when we, when we have someone to interview it, like we do today. Uh, and we'll talk about that here in a second. But um, after <laughs> after having that long interview, I was like, I don't know, and then Tiara actually brought up, said, "Well, maybe you should consider splitting it in two. and So, uh, okay. I, I so also asked if you thought we should, and but then I, but then I thought, why, why, why are we changing the bar? Because that's not what our bar, our bar has never been to split that in two. I mean, we 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 kind of our first one was an hour, and then we went an hour and a half, and I think we've got one that's two, and so we're kind of all over the place. I mean, we're none of, aside from the promo. Nothing is less than an hour that we've done. We've got time, <laughs> so you've got ears, and you know what? And so, and someone had brought up to me when I when I asked the question is that splitting it up into two, while depending upon the type of show, can be okay. It's not necessary because everybody has apps. I mean, almost everybody has a a a mobile device that will listen to a podcast and you can pause that thing and it will remember where you left off i know all mine do yeah i get it i get into one of my vehicles and you know it automatically starts playing yeah i mean with the number of podcasts that you and i are are having to listen to right now with what we're doing here it makes sense that (laughs) that Regardless of how long we have, we end up listening because I may end up uh, hopping in and going to the store and I'll only being able to listen to a new podcast for 10 or 15 minutes and, you know, on the way there and back. And I've paused a couple of times along the way. So if I can do it. <laughs> right, right, right. Everybody can do it. So it's it's, you know, uh, I mean, I understand if you're downloading, you know, sometimes not, not, not everybody has unlimited data, but, you know, it, download us at home. When you're on your Wi-Fi or, you know, there's free Wi-Fi at places, go to Starbucks, you know, it's not, you know, I don't, I don't do, high, you know, super high, uh, high-end recordings. I mean, I, I think I can get a decent quality on the recording, but, um, it, you know, but it's not like where it's like, it's 320K uh, per second, and uh, you know, four channel quad, <laughs> quadraphonic. You know. So a, I don't four fifty four dual blown thingamajig. <laughs> right. <clears throat> a super Hemi V eight <laughs> w- Whatever that is. Right. <laughs> dual blown thingamajig. That's actually that's actually from Bloom County. Oh, okay. Remember Bloom County? Ah, uh, vaguely. I remember so, I remember I remember newspapers. There's little papery blog things. I think I read it in one of the books, but it's always right. stuck with me. Hey, he's got a dual <laughs> four 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 fifty four dual blown thingamajig. And then they made faces with their belly buttons. <laughs> like you do. Well, yeah. I played on a softball team that we would always, uh, at some point, we would do a uh, naval lint check <laughs> when we took the field. Put, yeah. And first just person go, to go dig out navel lint. Just go out there with crop tops where they're just cut <sighs> off. The shirts are cut off over the top, you know, right at your shoulders. Put eye black under your nipples. I think, I think maybe the picture for this week, cause usually I throw a couple of pictures in, mm-hmm. you know, um, I have a picture of my dumbass self at 14 or 15 wearing a, um, Some dolphin shorts. No, but they're and a mesh shirt. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a mesh shirt. Nice. It's a half shirt. <laughs> My grandfather was like, oh, I hope you only paid half the price for it. (laughs) Half that shirt's missing. You know, but I was 14 and had (laughs) washboard abs because I hadn't eaten enough Twinkies yet. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Grandpa. Hope you only paid half for your brain. (laughs) Well, you know, (laughs) redneck. Or World War II survivor, you know. Yeah. Protestant. (laughs) There's anything wrong with any of those things? Protestants? I don't know. I don't even know what that means. They're protesting something. Protestants? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Don't know enough about it. I was uh, born a poor young white child. (laughs) It's my story. One you've probably heard before. Yep. As was I. It happens. What have you been listening to? Uh, What have I been listening to? I have been... uh, Brain. I can't remember sometimes. So, you know, I've been catching up on my oddballs. I've been uh, catching up on my Chuck Tingle. um, Just because I need to have a silly laugh every so often. Uh, The Super Fun Time Trivia. I listened to an episode of that. I was... (laughs) It was... Well, I have to pay a little more attention because i I was distracted while I was doing it. You and and, well, you and I have <clears> done. I don't think we've ever done tri- pub trivia together. Once did we? Okay, once. Yeah, uh, Goldie's probably. No, no, it was it was in Fremont, right on the corner, just a stone's throw away the, from Lenin. Uh, yeah, the, uh, right on the corner there. The uh, what was the name of that? Was that the. The boopity uh, boop. Shit. Oh, well. The place with the things and the talkie. Yep. Questioning. But that was, yeah, a uh, Geeks Who Drink. Uh, that's hosted. correct, yeah. yeah. I just don't remember the name of the bar because there was a bar down in Fremont that did it, that closed down. It was a. What was the. What's the big quirky bar franchise that's from Portland? Um. Naga, Naga, not, not, not going to go there. <laughs> You're not going to go to Portland? Uh, <laughs> I will. I, Devil's I, Point. You know, so I've never been to Devil's Point, but I would go, I would go for um, the Greek, uh, you know, historical place that's down there. Okay. Yeah. The Acropolis, the Acrocholips, whatever. <laughs> hey, they had good steaks. I agree. Yeah, well, you know, we it, were there for your uh, your bachelor bachelor party. Yeah, that's yeah. where we started off. I yeah. ordered two steaks. <laughs> I made the stripper fall off of the ledge <laughs> because I because I took a bite of steak and she she crawled along the ledge in front of Tiara mm-hmm. and looked at me as well, her. You know, hindquarters. <laughs> her, her, you know, her hindquarters are kind of in T.R.'s face. She looked at me and wink, winked, and I slapped the back of my head and spit a piece of steak <laughs> out onto my plate, and she thought it was hysterical. <laughs> uh, yeah, because um, I don't know uh, how many people are going to want to know this. Trigger warning: We're going to talk about strippers and nudity. <laughs> and body parts it's part of life people (laughs) quit Uh, quit being so because i am uptight about your bodies you're born naked you're dying naked come on now yeah i uh so i was uh, i was sitting next to jack uh right 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 so (laughs) so we're uh the girl comes up and flips right in front of jack and now the strippers in portland uh have uh, can can go completely nude and can be as close to you as they want to be uh and so i'm just letting everybody know uh so <laughs> jack's there cutting his steak and he uh as the girl flips over in front of him putting basically her lips right in his face <laughs> he's like cutting his he like just slightly parts <laughs> the 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 cut of steak open, <laughs> and it's like, he 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 elbows me, looks down at the steak, and looks up at her. <laughs> <It's, yeah. laughs> there's, there's been so many funny times. Huh? Yep. Uh, so, we you know we all act like asses when we go <laughs> when we go down there. It's like it's like the uh, Pinocchio at the uh, at, at that island where he becomes the ass. And... Yep. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> I just remember somehow I was sitting in between. Uh, The bachelorette party and the bachelor party. And at one point you guys were all like, uh, we're going to go down to Union Jacks or whatever it was. And yeah. and I, and I, I was kind of like, I don't wait a minute. I don't know what to do. Do I stay with the bachelorette party? Do I go with the bachelor party? So I chaperoned the bachelorette party like a smart man. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to go to the uh, the drag show. No, 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 We didn't go to a drag show. Oh, I thought, I thought they were, I thought they, so. No. Do I need to call Tiara in here? No. <laughs> so, okay, this is the way I remember it, and I think I was, I I think I was relatively sober, because I was kind of feeling like I needed to watch over all mm-hmm. the girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and we went to a bar and were uh, approached by some of um, the the drag ladies mm-hmm. and uh, just just you know, whatever. It was a very funny interaction, and they pretty much grabbed us and drug us into the bar <laughs> we were at. <laughs> well, so that because uh, I've never I've not been so Mary's is uh, the place where Tiara is referred talked to about. That's where they do the drag show. No, so it was not Mary. Okay, no, we were, we were somewhere before Mary's, but. At Mary's, Mm -hmm. there was the bendiest human being I've ever (laughs) seen in my life. And when some of the gals kind of talked to her, I can't remember why they were discussing stuff with her, but she was terrified of us. Why? I don't remember. Um, The the bendy person was terrified of us. (laughs) Yeah. She... Was be sitting, you know, like you, like you sit, Mm -hmm. right. And she would throw her leg up over her head and end up in the splits with her. So like, she'd start with her legs out in front of her, sitting on her butt, Uh right. In an L shape. Right. And somehow she would, from that position, throw her leg up over her and end up in the splits. And then her arms, her shoulders were all bendy and. I mean, she was quadruple. She was in. a con- contortionist um, times two. Wow, a- amazing, amazing well, I don't dancer. Know why she would be afraid of anybody? <laughs> I. Uh, that sounds uh, like you could you could escape very easily. From uh, <laughs> let's see, Tiara, Stacy. <laughs> um, I can't remember who else was there. I think Rachel was there. Was yeah, Rachel there? I think so. I can't remember, Sarah, but it was. Tim, Tim was with you guys because he didn't come with us. That's his story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I think that was his first time going to a strip club, I think. Because T- Tim is gay. Aye, and whatever. he, well, no, it's no, it's fine. But it's funny to, because we've gone, you know, because we go every year at Tiara's birthday to Portland, and Tim has gone with us a number of times, and he he loves going to the strip clubs. He is, oh, it's so much he's fun! Hilarious because he he gets right because you know the rules of strip strip clubs is if you go up to where the dancers are, you need to be tipping, right? And he's got he's always got his wad of ones right there, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, that I always find that very interesting because he's he's very he's fascinated by boobs, but uh, he's he's got a he's got a, v- a vagina dentata fear. Oh right, <laughs> right. Okay, yeah. We've always th- kind of, we've th- always kind of poked fun at him about that. I mean, not that he's gonna ever. Uh, something get you? Something, something, There was something crawling on me. Oh, fun! I don't know what it was. Things that things crawled. Yeah, whatever. Probably a good source of protein, <laughs> or it was trying to use me as a source of protein. <clears throat> um, yeah, and we were cabbing everywhere, and. At the end, at the end of the evening, when we were all going back to the same hotel, Mm -hmm. I made sure that Tiara's cab left first with three or four or five people in in that cab Mm -hmm. and our cab left second and we beat Tiara's cab by like half an hour because the other cab driver was trying to hose them out of extra ah. dollars and we you know there was there were words and there was some yelling and, i didn't hear about this oh well, maybe this was no it was that time i'm sure it was uh, i mean i was just we were separate from you guys so. yeah so yeah once we, we were lo- supposed we're, to meet up at some point well, we wa- yeah once we left the crop uh because it was my boss my boss at the time uh cory uh he uh well, actually, no. It, actually, was he? he and I, no, he and because so Corey and I worked together uh, when I when we were in tech support, and he and I became friends. Corey lived down in Clackamas, peb tech support, <laughs> yes, uh, and he knew all the strip clubs in Portland because that's he hung out that's was his thing that he hung out with strip clubs he only, for a long time apparently he only dated strippers uh then he settled down got married has a kid he's moved off to uh alpharetta georgia i think is where he's living now <laughs> but uh, uh and so every now, when we go to portland every year i you know i still text him i'll take a picture of, of the uh devil's point <laughs> logo i said guess where we are nice <laughs> but um yeah so so he's the one who intro introduced us to devil's point so yeah we, when we left the crop we went to uh the, the the union jacks and that's where they they wanted to tear my shirt open <laughs> they they paid for the whole the the bachelor dance i guess oh right and then we ended up uh at uh at devil's point and that's where they did the whole fire dancing and all that stuff back when they were allowed to do that that was really cool so anyway portland is per capita has the highest number of strip clubs in the United States. It doesn't surprise me. The strip club rules here are ridiculous. Listen, I, you know, (laughs) I'm not, um, I'm not a huge frequenter of strip clubs. I think I've been, I think I've been to, I don't know, three strip clubs in the last six, seven years. Mm -hmm. Um, and typically, it's on on uh, Stripmas, <laughs> which is the you know the funniest the funniest day of the year to go, which is Christmas evening after you've dealt with family all day long. I could go to imagine, the strip club. I couldn't imagine that. But I'll one of the one of these years, I will probably try that. Cotton, we usually go to see a movie after Cotton Candy and <laughs> Armpit. That's all I'm saying. Oh. That just sounds rancid. That's, uh, yeah. So one of one of my friends, Dan Tyson, um, may or may not be involved or have created it, but we're I think we're we're celebrating. This year will be the seven hundred and eighty third annual, one thousand three hundred and sixty fourth annual strip miss. I don't know. <laughs> it's the one day we you know a bunch of us friends get together, and it's really more about hanging out than anything else. Sure. And, hey, what else are you going to do on Christmas Eve? Everything else is closed. That or movie theater. That's where we we, yeah. usually, we usually hit a movie theater. We hit uh, uh, Cinnabar. We usually get together about nine. And most of the people drink until about ten thirty, eleven, 11. And then we, uh, you know, strip miss yep. for an hour and get everybody back to the establishment and <laughs> you make sure everybody gets home safe it's very funny it's a very funny time it sounds funny fun i have to talk tiara into that one of these years oh i will totally <laughs> invite you guys uh this coming year so is you this- can go see your movie and then strip miss <laughs> yeah I, yeah i guess the only issue is i don't know if tiara would be keen on going to strip club here and the wash seattle area. it's okay so so she, so she likes if, the, where they're free to move about and not confined from being what is it three feet away and three feet up or something yeah shit like whatever that. <laughs> that's not that's not really enforced as much as you would think oh, really? um from what from my limited experience however um here's a thing in Vancouver, B.C., you can drink and see nudity. And just south of Vancouver, Washington, you can drink and see nu- view nudity. Right. But for some reason, in between those two points, north right. and south, yep. it's the most horrible thing, according to the Washington State Liquor Board. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Um, not just for that, for... As a long-time <laughs> bouncer there's some rules and stuff that are just you got to be kidding me. Um yeah, <laughs> I mean I, if I if I can tell that you're well over 21. Yeah, it's really you <laughs> for some reason if you're if you're in a bar in, in a strip club in Washington, you have to have a soda pop. But if you go, you know, 600 miles either direction right. or 300 miles either direction, right? It's totally fine, yep. like something changes in this little block of land, you know in our brains that we you know right. we're not going to be able to control ourselves if we have a drink and someone's performing on naturale I mean we're so I, I, we're I, so I, repressed I, well, stop I, it Here's what I find funny though is the in the city of Seattle, there are no public nudity laws. Right, but you can't serve, you can't, not only can you not serve alcohol and have nudity, but you can't serve alcohol. Oh my God, I'm making that fucking hand. Stop it. You can't serve. There was a hand. It was a small hand. It looked like a small hand, but it was a bigger hand. There's no problem with my hand. It was so much bigger than what you really thought you saw. They seriously, they outlawed. Uh, bikini contests they outlawed wet t-shirt contests they because oh my goodness someone might see a nipple right walk walk, Uh, listen walk down you might see a nipple while you're drunk what right and not be able to control yourself right yeah you know walk down any any beach any like green lake i drove by green lake on my way here right and, uh, I probably saw 200 nipples. I probably saw, I probably saw 103 nipples. <laughs> and the odd was because someone had their shirt over one of the nipples. So, but it was or all men. They had three. Nipples. It was all men. Some Sorry. of them, I... the difference is that a female gives milk
2: out of her nipple.
0: And there's fat around well, it? I, I suppose. I mean, I guess I'm sorry, it depends too- on how you identify as well. Because not only men are able to lactate. I I mean, not only women are able to lactate. I was as going to say, said. I haven't yeah. shot anybody in the <laughs> eye in a while with my lactate. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, You'll so, shut yeah, your th- eye th- I mean, out. Yeah, I, I find that interesting. Uh you know, when it comes to accepting, uh, gender identity, um, what, how do you really make that? I mean, I, 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 I'm fully behind the free, the nipple movement because it's, if, if we're saying that it's okay, that, that we, that we are fully accepting, especially in the state of Washington where we we're fully accepting of all lgbtq plus people right we're precious little snowflakes that just want to accept and coddle everybody (laughs) so so we we can accept it we'll accept everybody but coddle the others we're gonna we're gonna cater to the to the the repressive (laughs) the the (laughs) regret the the regressives that are like oh my god a nipple is so terrible right so, I mean, the thing is, if, if so, if we're accepting of, of, uh, trans folk, then why as someone who has transitioned from, uh, male to female or vice versa, why would it, I'm sure uh, using Facebook as the example, like if I, I could go on Facebook right now and I am not fit at all. I, I think TR has probably said that I have B cups so <laughs> I could take my shirt off, take a picture and post it on Facebook and they would not say a damn thing. Right. Someone else who is, let's say someone that was that transitioned from female to male. And let's say they, let's say that they have not had top surgery. They are, but they are uh, uh, trans males are male, trans female are female. Right. Trans women are women. Uh, however I'm supposed to pronounce that. If I've done that correctly, I, I apologize. Please, please forgive our Please forgive our cis white our male uh, stupidity. Yes. But you know what I'm saying. Right. So. Ma- man is man. Uh, so. But. Dep- not all, but according to Facebook, not all man is equal. Right. Right. And as, as, as like many people in this country think. So, yeah, it's dumb. It's, it's a stupid it, it's a stupid patriarchal misogynist give me a uh, privileged <laughs> white right. privilege it makes me yeah. so mad because yeah it's it's our puritanical stupid ideas on sexuality
3: yeah exactly
0: sex. exactly um it's 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 so funny that some of the people who are who are you know so outspoken about oh my god, nudity is bad. But then they go to Spain and walk along the beaches topless or bottomless or whatever the thing is, you know. It's just, the people that scream the loudest are typically, let me rephrase that. There are people who, not all, maybe not even most, but a lot of people who scream the loudest about the injustice of Something that is minutia, right? Like a goddamn nipple. I just said goddamn, so goddamn. You know up. who I'm talking about here? <laughs> yeah, goddamn um, nipples. <laughs> hypocrisy. Well, anyways, anyways well, it's, uh, I mean, it's stupid enough that that many people equate nudity to sex. Yeah, why? It's, I mean, it, you're born naked. You know, it's, you know, you spend a good deal of your life naked. Yeah. (laughs) So why, you know, and you're not always doing all those times that you're naked, you're not doing the sex. Listen, I'm naked every day in my shower, sometimes two or three times a day in my shower. Ain't, you know, ain't no sex happening. Not all the time, anyway. No, I'm, maybe I'm getting, (laughs) maybe I'm having my way with a ghost and don't even know it. There you go. Or vice versa. You never, I don't even know where what were we talking about that got us here nipples just get over yourself with your goddamn nipples already it's a boob <laughs> it's a bu- boobs it's a boob boobs. boob so uh so we we should uh, be, being that this is going to be a very long episode we should probably get to it's now going to be to, 5 hours five, 5 hour episode of podskure so uh, our spotlight interview with uh, Bridget Frank of Interviews with Exes. Uh, we had a lot of fun with that. I was I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um. I don't know why I had it in my head that it was going to be a shorter interview, but Bridget was awesome. Yeah. Um Well, I mean, because I I think she there was a little interviewing of us there, especially towards towards the end. Yeah. So. There's, uh, yeah, I think that it kind of went a little, uh, kind of did a little two-way. <laughs> we, we went both ways. I'm just leaving it alone. <laughs> it's funny. I'm usually the guy that's like people, that I say something and people look at me like, did you just say that? And I'm like, haven't you met me? <laughs> yeah. Dean's out-dawning <laughs> Dawn. Hi, Dean Giles. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Hi, sweetie. So yeah, that it was. I think we, you know we talked. Oh my god, yeah, almost. We talked for almost three hours. Was almost, it Was not really almost three almost hours? Almost two two hours and forty minutes, something like that. No shizzle. Yeah, so I almost said shit. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Holy fuck! You almost said shit. God damn it! <laughs> but yeah, sorry, mom. But we talked to about from every football and Canada. She's Bridget's from Canada, uh, up near Toronto yep um and uh i wasn't sure about that <laughs> you know I, I i don't think i would have right off the bat picked up that she was canadian land uh i did i, I mean but th- then again i, I always it, pick it, up on it's, it there's well i think there's some there's some it's there's some that are very midwestern sounding true so I, I will sometimes I'm like, is that Midwest? Like, yeah, is that, is that like Wisconsin or, you know? So sometimes you can't, I can't, I, but I did know going into it just because I had read her information before, um, cause I was creeping on, no, I, I looked up her information it's, on her podcast. It's called research. Research. Unless you're actually doing weird and creepy <laughs> unwanted stuff. And then it's called stalking. Right. sorry for anybody that's offended by my stalking joke (laughs) but uh yeah we we talked i mean we talked a lot about our about exes and relationships and uh but yeah it was super interesting i mean we we had a lot of fun but it was also i think very informative of how different people think of their relationship. I think she was looking for a tagline for for uh, for the podcast that she had posted. One of them was about uh, an autopsy for relationships. That's <laughs> I'm, funny. I'm like, you know what? That's a that's a really good way of looking at it. For, in my view, I know there were some other people. There were some other options she had out there that other people liked better, but. To me, that one really spoke to me because when you're looking at when you're looking at uh, at dead relationships, you're basically doing an, uh, an autopsy for that relationship when you kind of go through and try to pick it apart. Um, so, yeah, I think it's very cool. And I uh, and like you said, I think, she, you know, you could se- you could definitely sense the growth throughout the throughout throughout her uh, her episodes. So it's it was a it was a very fun and informative interview and i think we've made a very good friend with bridget and i uh, thought so yeah yeah so um yeah i so definitely recommend listening to interviews with access and that will all all this stuff will be in the show notes so (laughs) um uh, i i I see that you have actually written squiggly things on a piece of paper over there uh, on one and a half pages, I don't even know what that stuff is. Is it? <laughs> well, so so this are they, they stick they, figures? Yeah, yeah. Well, I so saw. I talked. You know, we talked about the Buffalo Bills. We talked about Canada. We talked about superhero movies and famous people and their narcissism and catheters. And <laughs> we talked about. I forgot about that. <laughs> we t- yeah. You know, there's a lot of stuff we talked about. Steak and wine, how they are complete on their own, just like every individual. So and that okay. every every individual compliments one of So or can, can or yeah, well right, or it can or, spoil or can, the meal. Yeah, right, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to put your your milk and orange juice together. Uh, what's it? Orange juice and toothpaste. That that one too. Both of them are kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. your 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 milk and what is it? Milk and. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've ha- been scotch. been bought a... milk and scotch. Is it milk and scotch? No, 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 no. <laughs> cement mixer. What's in a cement mixer? <laughs> I don't know. It's an it's an instant regurgitation shot. Oh God!
1: <clears throat> someone
0: yeah. someone bought. I ran into some friend, some people from high school, and the girl and I had gotten along really well in high school, and the guy and I just never got along. Mm. I think we even got in a fist fight at one point. He kind of a jerk. So, you know, extending all of the branches, I hadn't seen them in 15, 18 years, whatever it was, you know, I bought him a couple of shots Um, and I was playing darts at a bar that I played darts at all the time. And, and so he went up and bought me a shot and it was, what is it? It's a Bailey's Bailey's and uh, cream and something that will curdle the Baileys and the cream in, you know, within seconds. Right. Um. And it's called a cement mixer and you, you buy it for people that you can't stand or you, that you want to see throw up. And so oh, there's like, there's lime juice, there's lime juice in it as well. Oh. I, yeah. There's a li- I think there's lime in it or lemon or something that helps it, helps it to curdle. Right. Right. So, my dar- my bartender friend Cody mm-hmm. gave me a shot and gave me this shot with a little backup. And she said, "Look, this is a cement mixer. If you mix this and this, you're going to throw up." So I walked over to the 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 couple and I turned to the girl and I toasted, drank drank the alcohol part of the shot, mm-hmm. and threw the lime juice over my shoulder into the guy's face. <laughs> it almost started a fight but cody cody kicked them out well him specifically and she left and sorry i yeah i like to tell a story or two hey there's a story for everything it's it's, you know we we like to talk and that's what you know i i think i enjoy this i think it's it's (laughs) But there's ther- There's it's, there's it's cathartic. The catheter thing s- still applies with this, so we're getting it out. <laughs> it's therapy. It's the rapey. Yep. It's so you know just you know the it's good to be able to get out and chat and express how you feel and <sighs> it's it's so <laughs> it everybody has people that we can you know open up to and and going back a few episodes um if you're not able to reach out to us yeah i mean you know reach out to somebody you can there's a lot of there's a lot of shit going on in the world and and we've been we've been you know talking about this off and on and and we're just here doing a thing because one we like each other, two it's fun as hell, yeah, and three you know someone said to me today, you know I, I listened to your, your your couple of your podcasts and I said oh which one did you start with, and it was the tears one and I said <laughs> oh god I'm so sorry and and he's like no man you you guys are funny and it's just like we're I'm hanging out with you guys and I'm laughing and then I'm crying and then, (laughs) and then I'm thinking, well, that's, you know, thank you for that. You know? So (laughs) that's awesome. If you're down, if you're down, reach out to somebody. We don't always, we don't, you know, you know, those of us that are compassionate don't always realize when one of our friends is, is down in the dumpers i don't know yeah. and you and you know and there's ways to do that and you could send us you know we don't know who you are via email necessarily so if you you could create a bogus email and send us something at pod gmail at gmail.com and we'll answer it yeah that or you know just hey this isn't for air but you know whatever uh we might talk i i, I mean i'm i might talk about a situation, but I definitely won't, you know, out people that for whatever you know. Anyways, we were talking about the show notes and I freaking <laughs> No, it's okay. Tripped over my hey, story okay. and fell down a rabbit hole and Hey, we're you know, that's what we do here. Yeah <laughs> that's what we, we we do that a lot and you know I think if you've stuck with us for this long, I I think I think you'll probably stick with us for a little bit longer. So just remember you can pause this and come back, and uh, and listen to listen to this as much as you want, and then come back to it later. Uh, start it over again. Tell your friends about it. Sit down with your family. Listen to us. Uh, you know, maybe not all the, all the family. Some of them might not like the stripper talk, but you've been you've been warned. Get over. it's just a goddamn nipple that's right it's nipples vaginas but whatever you know it's strippers who gives a shit how somebody else makes their money you know (laughs) if you if you're offended by your own human body man talk to a therapist yes some therapy (laughs) really I, i and that does not include the people that are are uh uh Gender, uh, dysphoric. I don't know what the word is. Yeah, we're we're, yeah. No, I understand. You're, but you're, you're referring to the body in general. When you're not comfortable in your body as the whatever the gender that you were. Yep. Right. So that's not what I'm saying. Uh, I'm I'm saying people that are who are offended and at at people having nudity in general. (laughs) Yeah. There's issue. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Yep. And I tell hope me. I hope you all understand this. When I get home after this podcast, mm-hmm. don't knock on my door because I'm probably <laughs> taking my clothes off. If if you want to be offended, go ahead. Come knock. <laughs> it's fine. Can that's I, all I got. Can I play with your dog? God damn it! My dog keeps sniffing my junk. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, because his cause... he just got snipped right before he came up here. Are these mine? So, he's like, his, his hormones are probably all over the place. <laughs> are these mine? Where would yeah. you put them? I used to have those. Uh, oh, man. God, just, just digression. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay. So, next up, <laughs> we've got, <laughs> stay tuned for our interview with Bridget Frank from Interviews with Exes. She is a lovely person. She is very brave for going through this process that she's going through. And still not done. She and then, you know, and if you've got an ex that or, you, X's. or exes <laughs> or multiple exes that you would like to uh delve into a relationship autopsy, she would like to hear from you. And so like I said I will have all her contact information in the show notes. Show notes, show notes, show notes so that you can reach out to Bridget. Free the nuts. Free the nuts, free the nipple, free free everything. Anyway, uh so yeah, thanks for listening and uh we love you. Um yeah, hug yourselves. Hug your pet dogs. Yeah. I I hugged almost everybody in my softball league today. Yay. And uh I'm gonna go home and pet dogs and and I hope you're all well and be well and uh love you guys much peace bye bye
3: uh I'm sure it's a little bit of fun just crazy that's cool and yeah. uh happy independence day to you
0: sure some it's, hap- it's for <laughs> many for yeah for many people it is it is the happy let's drink a lot of alcohol and blow ourselves up by accident day
3: oh well that that's something to celebrate too, yeah, uh, you know. like right. jason
0: pierre paul the oh the, the the defensive end for the, the blew the, off, the off his hand part of his hand yeah
3: oh my god did he really oh yeah that was two he years lost ago? a
0: couple of fingers i think yeah he lost two oh. fingers i think
3: oh so sad
0: <laughs> well you he, know. he's still making millions of dollars
3: so. Okay, I won't feel too bad for
0: him, then. Yeah, he's a defensive end in the American Football League of the, the, NFL the, thing. the NFL. Yes, the
3: National Football League. I'm, I'm a little bit aware of it. My mother is actually a giant Bills fan. <laughs> which, well, I guess probably because they're
0: the closest to Canada.
3: I think so. She also really liked uh, Doug Flutie back in the day. Flutie Flakes. <laughs> That's right. So every Sunday in my house growing up was pretty much hell because they always ended up losing. And so <laughs> she turned out in like the best mood ever, she would put on all of her Bills gear and just like drink Caesars and get ready for them to win. And then they would lose. And then suddenly at <laughs> dinner time, everybody's quiet. And she'd be like, Bridget, have you done your homework? And I'd be like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> <laughs> they just win?
0: Well, you know, and I have to apologize for some of those because I know that uh, I, I'm not sure how old you are, and I, I won't ask. And, <laughs> but I'm
2: 34. Okay. I
0: don't All right. So you were around during the, uh, the, the years that the Bills went to the Super Bowl. Yes. And two of those years in a row, Dallas, my team, beat them. <laughs> I recall. <laughs> Ooh, I remember Dallas. very well.
3: She threw um, big Super Bowl parties both those years and <laughs> was incredibly disappointed. Oh, my God. She takes it well, way, too, well, they way went, too much to start.
0: Well, they went three years in a row because the the, the, the year prior they played the Giants. Didn't they yes. go four years in a was row? Was it four? Because they, um, they also lost the, the Broncos. <laughs>
3: God. um Didn't yeah they? so our family treat like <laughs> root for them and then also we are huge losers when it comes to the toronto maple Leafs. like we have i don't know you guys probably don't even care about hockey oh, oh no well, i
0: love hockey yeah I, I well i wish i could well, I, I i'm really excited that seattle's getting a team in a couple of years supposedly oh. yeah well, oh. well, yeah, that's exciting. yeah The uh, they're working on the uh the key arena to expand that out and they're i mean that my, all intents and purposes, that that's supposed to happen. Basically, the key right. the key arena is like a, a half of a Toys R Us, and they're gonna make a hockey arena out of it.
2: Oh, it's not really. What?
0: I'm just it's it's like so so there was there there was an owner group here that was going to build a brand new stadium. The guy bought up all the land and and made all these you know concessions to the city, and the city said no, we want our building to be the place, and we're going to do it this way, which is going to cost more money and yeah. provide less jobs and, you know, so your yeah. typical well, government BS. Well, yeah,
3: especially your government, no offense.
0: No, no well, listen, <laughs> I, we've got the worst government, I mean the best government, it's all of the governments.
3: It's it's
2: tremendous. Um, it's I would, tremendous. I'd say it's going very well.
0: <laughs> it's we have the best. Yeah, the best hairdos. Sure. Oh yeah,
3: totally. Yeah, <laughs> grab them by the pussy kind of oh, government.
0: Yeah, we've got all the best people. That's why I'm gonna fire them all. God. I am the best pussy grabber. Yeah,
3: um, <laughs> just just the worst.
0: Yeah, yeah, just the worst ever. Yeah, I, yeah, and you know, and it doesn't help that he's you know alienating our friends, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, yeah, Trudeau no is. Trudeau is a pretty spectacular human being in my opinion, but I don't know him. You well, know? I mean I I know I mean I'm I'm friends with I mean well my so my wife my wife. My wife her, her, uh, her mother her mother is Canadian. Uh okay. from, she's from BC. Um, cool. uh and so has lots of family up there. So, you know, but right. and I we've got a number of Canadian friends as well. So they uh you know, not not everyone's super happy about Trudeau. I mean, he's I'm, well. You he, know, he's you can't of,
3: make you I, I, can't make everybody happy. Certainly. I mean, it's not really possible. I, I, mean, I think he's um, I don't know. He's kind of like Obama. You I, know. You know like, that's like,
0: exactly yeah. what I was gonna say.
3: In general, you know, he's like a good guy, and he's doing mm-hmm. his best, and he believes in his job. And you know, I mean, a good example was um, how tight Barack and Michelle were with mm-hmm. Sophie and Russell. they were just like BFFs. So
0: yeah. And he's pretty. Oh,
3: he's, uh, he looks like a prince, a Disney
0: prince. (laughs) Right.
3: (laughs) I mean, if you don't like his politics, I'm sure you like his looks. I mean, he's well dressed. Well, he's uh, pro women, you know, so I, I like him. You know, he put half, um, half the government is female and half is male.
0: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Very, he's, he's all about diversity and I'm, I'm all about, I'm all for that. Yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's great.
0: Yeah. So it's, uh, it's good to see that, that that there are good people who are still trying to make progress. It's so, true. Yeah. Yeah. Take- Hopefully,
3: you guys just have to wait till like 2020 for things to
0: turn around. Well, not necessarily, because we have the midterm yeah. elections coming up this November, right? Yeah. Vote early. Vote often.
2: <laughs> yeah. Totally.
0: Yep. So yeah. So how
3: long have you two been podcasting to for? I saw something like I know. I saw like even though you're at zero zero one zero zero two, I also saw like a five hundred anniversary, fiftieth
0: anniversary. Yes. 50th. That's hey, what it you know, we might make stuff up for the convenience of our our listener, right. which is probably actually we have listeners because I know that I listen to the the podcasts afterwards to, you know, hey, Dean, we're fix our, this. We're or, our own biggest fans. No,
2: yeah, no. I
0: hate the sound of my own voice. I sound like I'm on a three week bender and I've been you know a non drinker for five years so (laughs) two thousand days today.
3: Oh congratulations. Yeah Yeah, thank you. That's great. Speaking of we
0: should we should by the end of the day I'm hoping we and (laughs) you'll like this. Uh we should hit two thousand downloads by the end of the day. I'm hoping. Because the the way things have going. Because we are guess how many away from two thousand we are? Forty two.
3: Forty two. Oh very close.
0: The reference to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy right we're, there. We're both hitchhikers. We're nerds. Uh, we're nerds.
3: I'm, not, I'm sorry. I should do – you know, I I think I've picked up the book maybe twice oh. and then just – put it down No, it's, I, it's I not for everybody. And I, I read things. That's my problem. I've actually listened to a lot of books on tape, and that's oh. how I got into pod, uh, podcasts so much. I just – I love listening to things and, like, being aware of my surroundings. When it comes to books, I feel like you're just uh, – it doesn't matter if you're on a beach anymore because – your head is in a book. It's completely right. somewhere. So I go for audio everything, but maybe I'll download the audio version. Oh, of Hitchhiker I, Hitchhiker
0: yeah, out. it's, it's really, I have that as well. I have, the, I have the, I have the, uh, the, the trilogy in five parts uh, wow. as, as was written. <laughs> um, and then I also <laughs> have, uh, I also have the, uh, the, the audio books, which I think are read by Martin Freeman. If I remember oh, cool.
2: correctly.
0: Uh, right. Right or it was either martin Free- oh, I- it depends on which version you get because i think there's one that's read by stephen fry okay cool is that the guy from um that cartoon that's show it. on comedy central that car cartoon- stephen fry
3: futurama oh.
0: Futura- no, thank you uh, that's just fry <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: i thought stephen fry was the guy who um wrote that book that was like life in a thousand pieces or something and he said it was true and then it turned out that it was a lie uh, yeah, and Oprah I, completely lambasted him on a uh, on
0: well actually yeah after she gave him all the uh the accolades horror. all the accolades for, yeah. for 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 writing the book yeah because yeah. that was in her book club so that's right
3: <laughs> and she crucified him on TV oh my god that was painful
0: no Steve, Stephen Fry uh British humorist comedian uh has, okay. in fact, I think he's doing a. Uh, he's been doing a show on uh, as uh, Oscar Wilde. Oh, cool. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, getting a little feedback here. Because uh, uh, S- Stephen is uh, is is a gay man, uh, and he t- so he he's written some uh, or done some documentary stuff about how you know growing up in the. <laughs> in the backwoods. Don's having some microphone problems. <laughs> Silly microphone. But uh, yeah, growing up kind of in some backwoods areas in England, and, oh. and how it was being a young gay man at that time. So uh, and then so he. I think he feels he feels a special kinship to Oscar Wilde uh, because okay. of that. Yeah,
2: that makes sense. Cool. I'll check it
0: out. Yeah. So Stephen Fry, yeah, Stephen Fry is really funny. Very clever. Uh, he actually, if, if you, did you see any of the, uh, the Robert Downey Jr. Um, Sherlock Holmes movies? No. Oh, okay. I'm with, I'm with you, Bridget. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm just yeah. out. I, well, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Holmes fan. I mean, I, I've, I've read the books. I watch, so I, I watch elementary even, <laughs> you know, Sherlock, yeah. Sherlock, the, the, with Benedict, I've liked, I liked the first season, the rest of it got a little cringy.
3: Oh yeah. Well, I I watched the first three episodes and I thought I was going to roll with it. And then I just forgot to watch it and (laughs) I'm remembering right now. I'm like, oh yeah, I was going to watch that.
0: That's funny. Uh I go through through that a lot where it's, you start watching something and then you're, you're just, Ooh, look, this one over here is shiny now too. (laughs) And And there's.
3: So much
0: to watch. Yeah. Well, it's hard to, and it's hard to keep up with a lot of the, uh, the British shows because they'll, they'll do three, four episodes and then you won't hear them again. You'll hear, hear from them for, for two years. And then they'll say, okay, (laughs) let's, let's do another uh, three or four episodes. Or maybe they'll just do two or sometimes they'll do five. And it's really bizarre how they do theirs.
3: It's kind of like too bad. I've moved on. Yeah. Like, you know, there's that show Crashing that I'm watching with Pete Holmes right now. Have you seen that?
0: Uh, I have not, but I've heard of, I know Pete Holmes, the comedian Pete Holmes. Yeah. 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 He's the one that does the Batman. Is it something that he, (laughs) he, is he like crashing at friends' houses or something like that? Is that what it's?
3: Yeah. It's called Crashing. He's a stand-up comedian who um, was supported by his wife. And then one day he comes home from the public library. (laughs) where he was writing his jokes a little bit earlier than she expected and of course she was sleeping with some other dude so then he has to go pursue his dream not living with her anymore and he's never made any money at what he's doing and he's like probably 40 so now he's like crashing on other comedians couches in like downtown (laughs) manhattan so it's pretty funny. You get to like a little taste of like so many different comedians, but then get to follow his hilarious storyline the whole time. Cause he was like a super Christian guy. Um, so he had only had sex with his wife and was like a God fearing, <laughs> like very sheltered comedian. And it's kind of you know, that's like a weird take on being a comedian because most comedians are like filthy mouthed, alcoholic kind of dudes. And so he's like, Mr. Squeaky Clean, like never gotten laid, really. So it's a pretty funny, pretty funny premise. So, is it,
0: so I don't know a lot about Pete Holmes. I mean, I've seen him on. I mean, I've seen his videos that he's done on YouTube. That his he's he does some pretty funny Batman ones. On, where he, oh yeah, yeah like, uh, him, uh, cause He like him because he it's his kid, his kids in him a lot, right? Well, no, he did he did one where where he was. Uh, oh God, the, the, the last Batman movie with Bane in uh, it and it, it Dark just Knight like, Rises, sure, whatever it's called. I, I, <laughs> I'm I'm currently I, I, looking I, I, at Dean like I, I, I'm I, like I'm firing him or I, I, stabbing I, you know, him with I, my I, mind I, knives. I, 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 I'm not a I wasn't a big fan of. I think it's probably because of Christian Bale. I'm just not a big fan of. Oh, so, am I I'm, the
3: only one who just like couldn't see what was happening in those movies? They could have very easily just in <laughs> a black leather jacket. And switched it around in front of a camera and had Christian Bale in the background and a microphone
0: going, I'm
3: Batman.
0: Wait, that that's not what I was watching.
3: <laughs> yeah, and people really liked it. It's really bizarre. <laughs> it's like then you
0: have Tom I, Hardy as anything man.
3: that was happening, it was not enjoyable to me at all. Like I liked those ones that came out oh, who was it? Michael Keaton when he was Batman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Remember
0: that? <laughs> I I did I did really like the, the 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 fact that they kind of played up in the Dark Knight series they kind of played up more the psychosis of Batman. Like like that he had a split personality and it was distinct. Whereas uh, some of the other ones they just kind of glossed over it and didn't really you know right. I mean, but i'm a, yeah. i'm a huge I, I was always a huge batman fan uh for some odd reason and of course i was never a thor and um the avengers and you know and now we're inundated with all that and i'm just like why oh, okay i guess yeah
3: i was I'm- can't do it i i'm mean, i'm through with superhero movies i'm done i refuse to watch it anymore i have had enough ex-boyfriends who made me go watch them and now i'm like you know what i never <laughs> liked those i'm not watching it
0: maybe that's something you could include in your podcast <laughs> why did you make me watch this fecal matter <laughs>
3: yeah I totally should. Like you are a child in a man's body. Why did I date you?
0: <laughs> I knew it was over the moment they asked me to watch Deadpool. Well, Deadpool's different. Deadpool was good though.
3: Uh, yeah, I didn't see it. I heard it's good.
0: <laughs> oh no, that one actually—that one's really good. Both. It's, of- it's very self, uh, self-referential, fourth-wall-breaking, uh, self-deprecating it's it's cool. definitely a it's definitely a superhero movie, but there is a lot of comedy in it. Ryan Reynolds is and, awesome. and love yeah. story as well so
3: okay, know. I'll check it out at home. I just don't like committing to a theater for no, a I, special I, I feel you. I don't like that I'm probably not going to like where I just I'm like, oh my God, I'm stuck here for the next hour and a half. What have I
0: done oh god, what was it what was it I watched the not the like water for not like Water for chocolate what was the water movie that won all the awards oh uh. <laughs>
3: Shape of Water. Yeah, Shape of Water.
0: Yeah, Uh, a friend of mine made me go see that, and it was, um, it was. I would, I was like, yeah, cool, an art movie. I like. I was hoping it would. You know, I, you know, you know me. I'm a sap. Yeah, I like to. You know, if if I go into a movie because it's Guillermo del Toro, and Guillermo del Toro is good for pulling at heartstrings, so I was kind of hoping, you know, that it would make me cry, (laughs) and it didn't. He yeah,
3: did a cry.
0: It, went it, to see it. it it kind of fell flat. It kind of it kind of belly flopped for yeah. me.
3: Yeah, I, I, a, I thought it was flat. cinematically yeah. beautiful. Um, but I thought it was like a pretty predictable film, you know. I, I wasn't surprised by anything that happened <laughs> at all. Like how could you be? Um so I found that kind of boring. You know, it was just a little too typical.
0: Yeah. I mean it was cute. It was it was a- it was yeah. It was fine. I just it, I didn't. It was cute. And, I mean, I liked the the art of it. Was really nice. Uh, it was so yeah. I mean, it, for what it was, I think it was it was good. Um, I I enjoyed hating the bad guy in it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. he was he was and very was a hateable. bad
3: guy in so many things. Like mm-hmm. that, just is his role.
0: Right, right.
3: He was in that um oh that like gangster show with the guy with the funny eyes. Uh, what was that called? Boardwalk Empire.
0: Boardwalk, yeah. Oh which i is is on my list of things to do when i don't have anything to do. Yeah, um, it's
3: okay. it's not worth it. There's too many other good shows i think. Well, you know really? Michael
0: Michael Shannon was, uh Michael Shannon was the was the bad guy, right? I think that's yes. what, yeah. yeah. He was also in a, a movie where he actually played a good guy. He was the dad in uh, Midnight Special. Where his I've seen it. Yeah, his is a kid who's got like superpowers of some sort. And the government is like trying to capture him and get and take the kid so that he could be studied. And so he's like trying to take the kid and get him away from uh, from the the government bad guys.
3: Right. So it's kind of the same as Splash, anyway, <laughs> and then and it's the E.T. same as Shape of Water, ET. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: <What> was the, <laughs> they
3: all, they're all very formulaic, like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um. Dean, yes. yes. Um, Bridget, yeah. Um, I I think we're already recording. We are recording. This is kind of how we just kind of do. <laughs> we, we just go. Fall, we fall into it, and we
3: yeah. I listened to a few of your episodes. Like,
0: we yeah. I we love- we're just kind of you know off the cuff, and here we are sitting um in in our studio, and I we noticed the, I noticed that you were outside in the beautiful sunshine in the. I'm assuming East Coast area. We will just leave it at that. Um, oh,
3: it's okay. I, I'm in Northern Ontario. I'm on one of the Great Lakes right now. I'm up at my family's cottage. Oh, actually.
0: that's awesome.
3: So they're all down at the beach right now, and I'm on the back on the back porch talking to you. Very and nice. is, well, perfect.
0: So yeah, this is how we do it. Just kind of. Oh, by the way, hi. <laughs> you know, we're, we're already <laughs> recording. Yeah, it's,
3: it's, yeah, I was already talking. You just kind of started yeah. seeping into it. Cool. Yeah, cool well,
0: cool. It, yeah. It's like I mean. It, the way I see it is, you know, we're we're a we're a a family, we're a community. You know, we we reach out to each other. I, you know, that's one thing. Like I said, I, in one of the other episodes that I've that I've really enjoyed about podcasting is if you reach out to the community, they're generally pretty giving about advice and you know any recommendations, or whatever. Uh, and, you know, the, and about sharing the love. So I think that's uh, it. So it's like we're a big family. We, you know, we're just all across the world.
3: Well, you know, I just started at mine pretty recently. And um, I, I just got on those podcast support groups, um, like three of them in mm-hmm. the last week. And I've already been corresponding with so many people, including yourselves, that I, I'm, it's exciting to me. It's cool to find out about other ones. Now I'm listening to your show. Yeah. And I like the way you talk. I, I like your conversational way of podcasting. Like, there's nothing formal, too formal about it. It's just well, listening to people have fun, casual conversations. I love
0: it. Right. I mean, because it, it's, and I kind of got the idea, and I, and I, I've said this before, uh, bah, bah, <laughs> from someone who is kind of on the outs right now. Uh, I. Uh, maybe he should be maybe we shouldn't mention his name <laughs> yeah but, but his name might might rhyme with uh Nis bardwick <laughs> so, is that close yeah <laughs> uh and so and you know i so yeah that's that's been a tough one for me uh just because yeah. you know when you have someone who's kind of a, that you kind of, I don't want to say idolize because it's not really yeah. that. Admire. It, admire. Yeah. Uh, and, and then when that, when something like that happens, uh, it's, it's really kind of heartbreaking. You know, when you, when you have somebody that you look up to and they, and they, they've always said the right things. Yeah. I know. <laughs> and, and then, then shit happens and you're like, God damn it. Now you. Yeah, and, oh my god. and I'm kind yeah. of I'm kind of a little bit opposite of Dean, but I mean I you know still still a little bit with him on the, on stuff like this where you 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 can't help but look up to some people mm-hmm. for some reason, and especially the way American society is so celebrity oriented. Oh, oh yeah. my god, yeah, the Kardashians and whomever, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, but you know it. It's never really that big of a su- surprise to me when someone does something. M- maybe yeah. not horrible, wrong, wrong, Uh I don't. I, I don't know what the right vernacular here is for for what I'm try- yeah. for. You know, the the bad that that humans can do to other humans. Yeah. It, it never really surprises me anymore. Um, maybe I'm jaded maybe I'm a realist, maybe I'm just like, meh, whatever.
3: Yeah. You know, the biggest surprise for me was Bill Cosby, and it's I feel like with him, I'll I'll really (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how to get over that. I feel like I was kind of raised with Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. he was a father figure that um, we looked up to when I was younger. It was a ritual. Our parents would tell us, like, go upstairs, get ready for bed and brush your teeth. And if you're back down in time before the Cosby show starts, then you get to watch it. If not, you have to stay upstairs. <laughs> and we looked forward every season to seeing the new beginning. Yep. And he was just such an amazing husband and father in this show. The fact that he could do the things that he did to so many women. And it, it is just so bad. It's not like... You know, Aziz Ansari, for example, like I'm I'm not going to lambast Aziz Ansari for his situation. Do you, you know about that, right? Like he was yeah. kind of, and I think that's a a confusing date, <laughs> and it I I don't think um I think that that's forgivable, but like drugging and raping forty plus women is despicable oh yeah and oh, yeah. it's sad to me that like even my niece and nephew won't be able to watch that show the cosby show i just thought it was such a great family show he was so great with kids it's so confusing oh, yeah. i just i yeah i can't really wrap my head around that my father and i just like went for a, a ride in his uh convertible and we were talking about kevin spacey hmm. um <laughs> kevin spacey was just such a talent yeah it, it, and you know Woody Allen is one of my favorite directors of all time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do with like these things that are are my favorites and will be sorry once and will be forever but am I just supposed to remember them now and never get to watch them ever again? I, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm 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 kind of to- the one I think I think Kevin Spacey was the one for me where I was kind of like, "Ah, oh, come on." Really <laughs> Mm-hmm. But then also I was kind of kind of like yeah okay I see that he's kind of a narcissist and Well oh, and, yeah and I and we've had this discussion okay. before I think pretty much anybody who is in front of a camera or hell even i mean i think there's some of this that we're doing behind the microphone that's a a bit narcissistic dan dean can you can you move your head (laughs) just a little bit so i can see myself in the mirror recording a podcast (laughs) just all i need is one i there There, we go perfect help does that help there you go all right let me me slide but i think like
3: some people are they're just born with an entertainment kind of i don't know spirit inside of them of some sort that sounds cheesy but I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for but I just know like for me personally and I know it's narcissistic it feels shitty but like in real life if I just go out to a party I end up just entertaining people it's just you know I'm the one who's like making people laugh. It's just how it is. And I think like, that's kind of something about being an an entertainer that, you know, maybe Kevin Spacey, Bill Cosby, you guys, me, we all have inside of us, just not all people are good people, you know, like just like every group, there's bad seeds in absolutely every group. But um, that doesn't mean that doesn't mean one thing for everybody just because they also are entertainers who are narcissists doesn't mean we have to be bad guys too, you know?
0: Yeah. I wonder I wonder if there's some correlation between all of these people who are nefarious individuals as it's turning out and the fact that they do or do not own dogs. I bet none of them have dogs. <laughs> well Because we can learn about being a better human by watching dogs. Let's see. Our current president has how many dogs at the White House? That would be zero. Oh,
3: and yep. Obama, he had he had two dogs, I think. Right? Yep.
0: So, yeah. Yep. He had to get al- hypoallergenic dogs because his uh, his kids were, or at least one of his daughters were, was uh, allergic. Malia, I think. Yeah. yeah. Melia. Malia. Malia. Melia.
3: Yeah. Um, well, there you go. Maybe no. we should have just given these guys some dogs, and <laughs> Hell, they would have been better humans.
0: Even fucking Nixon had dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Nixon kicked his dogs. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: Totally. He's a dog him.
3: kicker. You can see it all over his face. <laughs> dog kicker.
0: I didn't kick those dogs.
3: And Bill Clinton, I did not kick
0: those dogs. I had no kicking with the dogs. <laughs> Monica, on the other hand, she liked to kick it. But yeah. that was different. That was kicking... <laughs> kicking cigars down the <laughs> hallway or some stupid He's something. them know. over to pick them up. <laughs> Would you mind picking up that cigar for me?
2: Lift your skirt. Just a little bit. Oh,
0: <laughs> I feel that. What? Nope, I'm out. I'm out of this conversation now. All right, all right. I am not I am not offending my own ears anymore.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> it, you
0: know, it happens. <laughs> nope, no bill. <laughs> Oh my! So,
3: how long have you been podcasting for? uh
0: What time is it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> my time is It's today.
0: Let's see. We, this will be our. This will be episode seven. Is it seven? Cool. This will be seven. Oh yeah, because yep. episode six was the was the um <laughs> was the tear filled the tear one yeah the teary one the <laughs> Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't think I heard the
3: tears.
0: Oh, of. oh. Bring so when you listen to the the, the, the most recent episode, bring your tissues okay. if you decide to. You know,
3: <laughs> I know. I'm planning on it. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll be prepared.
0: We yeah. We um, you recovered
3: duck, from duck. your teary episode, or are you uh, still feeling a little vulnerable?
0: Um. Well, not to spoil anything, but there have been some some additions to the life that have. Kind of sopped up some of the tears. We'll just leave it at that. Well, okay. ter- there, there was in the episode. There are both tears of sorrow and tears of joy. Yes. So,
2: yeah.
0: okay. So, yes. uh, Don, Don and I are both very sappy, sensitive guys. I, I mean, yeah. we're we're both big burly dudes with be- bearded, fifty year old guys, barrel chested galoots. <laughs> but, 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 but we. <laughs> are fucking total saps. <laughs> and I and love that. especially especially when it comes to dogs. Especially <laughs> when it comes to dogs. We we are we are we are very sensitive. So um but yes, uh so we won't we won't spoil anything for you, but yes, bring bring tissues because I wish I had had some in the in the studio. Oh
3: <laughs> well, I'm sorry for whatever happened and I think uh you know Tears are a good thing. They, <laughs> you know, you can have yes. the Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro movies to get them.
0: <laughs> it was a, it was you know, a,
3: life happened and it's uh not always happy.
0: Yeah. It was it was a very cathartic episode. Good. Yes. I look
3: forward to hearing
0: Wait, it. Wait, who had it there was no catheters in this episode in that episode. <laughs> are or are you cathartic. Sure? Cathartic. I'm the <laughs> I'm the catheter cowboy. I was Peeing just fine in my depends.
3: <laughs> Although I'm sure catheters could cause a few tears as well. <laughs> I wa-
0: I watched my grandfather, who was six five and about three fifty, after his heart attack, get held down by f- five or six uh uh healthcare medical workers, professionals medical professionals um, while they put a catheter in him.
2: Oh my god.
0: He was not having it. They sedated him and he still fought.
2: Oh my God. Holy. Jesus. But
0: that was probably 1980. That was the catheter rodeo. <laughs> yeah. And that catheter probably had burrs on it.
3: Yeah. Reused. Yeah.
0: <laughs> recycling, recycling catheters before it was a thing. Wait a minute. Is it a thing?
3: I I don't think so. I hope hope, not. I hope not. I understand. I think I'd have a meltdown if somebody tried to put a catheter in me. You'd have to sedate me too. Please, please sedate me. I do not want to be awake for (laughs) that.
0: Yeah, just just (laughs) medically induce a coma for me on that one, because uh, yeah, no.
3: Yeah, Uh,
0: yeah. I I don't
3: want to. With almost any procedure, any procedure, just put me in. I
0: don't need to be awake. (laughs) Oh, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. (laughs) nip this hangnail off for me yeah put me out
3: put me out yeah i just saw this lady while i was uh shopping who kind of walked into the bathroom a bit ghost like she was moving she was probably 70 and she was moving in such slow motion and i just thought i think you're half ghost right now like i is she just so heavily sedated on so many drugs. Is that what's really happening to our senior citizens <laughs> that they're just on such medication that they, they are hardly even with us anymore. Really something to look forward to. It's, you know? it's just, just around the world, creeping out younger people.
0: It's really insane here. I don't, I don't know all about Canada, but, but in America, the, the trend is more pharmaceutical to, to cure the, uh the uh what is it the symptoms of problems as opposed to fixing the problems yeah which yeah you know is not the way yeah. to go and i yeah i think that happens on, on <laughs> pretty much everywhere especially you know you've got if you've got uh places where it's uh more profitable to treat the yeah. symptoms
3: Absolutely. Well, I mean, here it's a little bit better because um, we can make appointments all the time. I go to my doctor all of the time um, at the slightest glimpse of an issue. She's tired of seeing me. I know everybody in the office by their first name at this point. I'm like, hi, Brenda. Hi, Nancy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little scared that maybe I have a lump right here she's got to check out. And like... I just see them about once a month because we have free healthcare. We can just continually kind of check up on things. That being said, you kind of have to push for what you're looking for. They don't, because uh, we have to share our health care, they only want to look after people who actually need it. Um, so you have to really self-advocate for yourself. So you're like, no, 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 this is much more serious than you're giving a credit for. Just to get yourself into those x-ray rooms or ultrasound rooms to make sure you get the care that, that's needed.
0: So you have to be pro proactive for your free health care,
3: yeah, you have to be kind of pushy
0: okay. you have to insist
3: on it you know and and to stay in the hospital beds too. They don't really want you to stay, but they'll try to like kick you out pretty early. I don't know about like how w- how early women leave the hospitals in the United States after they have a baby, but usually they're gone the same day
0: yeah it's usually yeah. The next, it's usually the next day is it okay yep. i I wouldn't know i've I've I have no children that I know of, um, or that have been uh, that I've been informed of. So I wanted to tell you this, Don, but uh... are you my Faja? <laughs> I'm your Faja.
3: Well, there's a, a reason I came on the show today, Don. I need
0: to... Oh, wait a minute! <laughs> <laughs> How sober was I that night?
3: Not. It was 20 years ago.
0: I've, you know, I've heard your mom. She sounds pretty cool. I could see, you know, that, you know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, she's pretty
0: cute. Your your, mo- your mom is like she doesn't even take the guns out of the holster b- before she shoots. It's directly from the hip. <laughs> hop,
3: hop, pow 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 uh, And you know, I she <laughs> the, the boyfriend she was talking about in that episode uh contacted me just about a week ago and was like, "Uh, when were you going to tell me about her?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: is that the Justin?
3: Yes, yes, that was Justin. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I thought you didn't care like about what I did with anything or what was said. He was just kind of like, sure, I'll, I'll be on your show, but I don't know if I'll ever listen to any of it. Um, and I was like, okay, thanks. It- so, so I didn't tell him about her episode and then... I, I had to do a little bit of calming down with him afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I can take some stuff out if you need to. I want you to be comfortable, and he's just like, I just, you know, I haven't seen the lady in twenty years. She's being pretty hurtful. I'm like, e-. it's like by the time the third time she said, "Grow up," I, I think I got the point.
0: <laughs> she was, I, you know, being a parent, I can understand where she's coming from. So, uh, you know, she, yeah. I think she was, be- she was being truthful about, you know, how she felt about the situation, you know, how she, how she saw it, um, yeah. you know, and I think, you know, I think we, uh, I think parents <laughs> will, will tend to, well, well, I mean, we'll generally always side with our kids. So, I mean, uh, yeah. but yeah, I, I listened, I've listened, I listened to both those episodes. I've listened up through, uh. Well, my podcast player really kind of went wonky on me. It played. Uh, I, I listened to like the first four episodes, and then it s- somehow skipped to the, like the last two. So, oh
2: no! Yeah, I don't know. So I listened. Oh, no.
0: So I listened to Fernando uh, today. <laughs> so and oh, I just goodness. I kept thinking about Abba. So. <laughs> oh my!
3: God. Oh yeah, totally. No, no. I always think of him when I hear that song. Of course, and, I can't help it.
0: And I'm part part way. I'm just beginning into into Sarah right now. Oh, I'm all I'm I'm all the way up to Vanessa. Okay. Oh my
2: God! You guys have made it so far. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah.
3: I'm, so
0: what, do you think? what why am I single? Uh, I, I uh, uh. <laughs> isn't that a loaded question, though? I mean, it it's okay, not. Okay. All
2: right. All right. I mean, okay. So,
0: so. Okay. So I, you know, I think, I think there's your mom said something in the very very first or second episode um two a it was it two a yeah and and it was one sentence that really really throughout all of all of um listening to your podcast is really kind of um echoed in the back of my head, and she said you just haven't met the right person at the right time mm-hmm. and and that's very true i've been i've been married twice and divorced twice and they were the right person at the right time but then i grew out we we grew out of it it wasn't just me it wasn't just her in either thing it was definitely we we were two parallel people going along a same path that at some point came to a fork in the road and took it and we weren't together anymore yeah yeah, I think yeah things things happen. Uh, yeah, where you know people yeah. people diverge, and and that's fine. That happens. I think we need to accept that. It's like uh, I think one of the things that you and I, Don, you and I had talked about in the last episode uh, was that when you find someone, they're not there to complete you. You right. already you are already a complete person. You are you. And nobody is going there. Nobody completes you. You are complete. Uh, And I think once we realize that, that helps that we find someone to compliment us. And that's really what it is. So uh, and, and it doesn't mean that you're missing anything by finding somebody to compliment you. It's just something that, you know, it's like, you know red wine with steak you know Uh, if you don't have red wine with steak that's fine you you're still the red wine or you're still the steak (laughs) you know good point so i mean both are still both are still good on their own uh, yeah but they complement one another
3: yeah i mean i i feel like i'm i i'm accepting that more um that i'm good on my own but you know i just kind of (laughs) i'd I'd like to have some You know, I'd like to get married and have kids and I'm 34 now. So I guess it's kind of, it's kind of looking at me right in the face of like, well, that might not happen for you. And I'm like, well, let's look back at everything. What has brought me here that I could kind of try to change moving forward? And I think I've learned a few different lessons, but at the end of the day, I mean, I think I'm still a stake. I, I think I'm
0: all right on my. Own. You're a juicy fillet. No, no, okay. but so yeah. I, Come so on, yeah. I like a little. I like a ribeye more than a fillet. Come on, let's get let's get real here. I like, well, if it's red meat, I'm going to eat it. So <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but I, I think, I, I,
3: I, think I, I might. What is that? A fillet mignon wrapped in bacon? I think oh, that might. Oh yeah. That. Yeah.
0: I, I like the I like the ribeye with a side of bacon. <laughs> hmm. So I like bacon I with like a side the of bacon. One too.
3: I like a little bit of blue cheese with my steak. Yep. Uh, I'm yep, in Yeah. So pretty yeah. um
0: So I think really it comes down for me anyway to accepting yourself as this you're you, that that you are I'm a good I'm I'm good with who I am. Yep. Let's find somebody else who's good with who I am that's also good with themselves. My yep. my, my 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 when my last ex wife and I split, um she she came to me and said, I want to be a, I want to be somebody else somewhere else. And then of course I added in with someone else and she yeah. d- didn't really admit to it, but that was the case. She yep. had met somebody and, mm. you know, completely opposite side of the country. We're in Washington. You know, she moved to Florida Ooh. and became, became an O oh, Florida, Oh Florida, Oh Florida. <laughs> She married Florida man. She she is so Trumpy now.
2: Whoa. Anyways, uh, yeah,
0: complete opposite. She she took that she took that fork in the road and went Big very eight. right. Um, but, uh, God, I lost my train of thought. That happens sometimes. Um, Who you are? Oh yeah, I so I spent, I spent the Oscar. next year and a half almost 2 years not dating i just mm-hmm. was you know so crushed and then i realized that i wasn't ready to to be involved with anybody else and and in some ways that's been great because i i am much more apt to be comfortable in my own skin alone yeah. um than trying to force myself into something that just doesn't feel right um you know yeah maybe i'm more self sufficient maybe I'm more neurotic i i don't know i I'm just me, and if people wanna you know go along for the ride, cool there's room in the car, yep, hop yeah. on in, or in yeah. my case, there's room on the motorcycle yeah well, and you know it's it's like when 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 I met tiara, it was his wife my wife. Uh um, you know, 'cause we've we've been together for over ten years. Twenty eight years? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty years now. Uh
2: <laughs>
0: right, right out of the womb I was uh, I got married. No, uh so just a little so we've been we got married in 'o nine. Uh back in aught nine. Aught nine. Back in nine uh, so, but yeah, it's like once I, I mean, as soon as I knew, it, you know, I'm, I'm of, I'm of the mindset that if I feel, are you okay, Don? I, I just remembered the bachelor bachelorette party in, in Portland. <laughs> I forgot that I was even there for that. And okay. Yeah. Okay. I know, sorry. I just <laughs> Oh
3: my God. Tell me there's the bachelor bachelorette party now.
0: Uh-huh. Oops. Oh, what happened? Are you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. What did you do, Dean? What uh, my stupid Windows timed out, and so I have to go back okay. in now. Oh, so, okay. Some ding, ding. No, uh, so, I, so, I'm of the mindset we'll get we'll get to the Bachelor Bachelorette party in a bit. Um, okay. so uh, I'm of the mindset that I don't want to regret uh, say not saying something. So. When I when I realized that uh, that I was in love with Tiara, I told her immediately, which was not too long from, you know, uh, the the point where we met. So and it was just it it was like I just knew. Uh, And for me, and one of the things I said in our vows was that I never knew what real love was until I until I had my kids. Now, unfortunately, I, you know, I had it took me two marriages to have kids. <laughs> and then uh so now i'm on my third um congratulations but, thank you uh but as soon as i had my kids i i mean it's like this is i knew what love what a connection was what I, that's how i i mean it was like wow. it was like an epiphany i guess so yeah. once i n- realized that i it, it was like i'm not going to Hold that back. I may be risking my heart, but I would rather risk the heartbreak than risk losing out on being in love with somebody for a long time.
2: Yeah, me
0: too. So that's yeah. so. I mean, I th- I, I think th- I mean that's that's just my style. Not everybody's that way, and that's fine. So, um, I, but I think, you know, we, we def, Tiara and I definitely compliment one another. Um, you know, it's, it's not perfect. I mean, I don't think any marriage is perfect, but we, we, you know, we have our struggles. We, but, uh, and we, we, we have some, we have arguments from time to time, but nothing that's any, you know, blowouty. Uh, but, uh, you know, we love each other more and more every day. So so it's uh I think that's you know it takes time. <laughs> you know, it took me uh almost until I was 40. Yeah. Till uh before you know <laughs> before So at 50 happened. at 50 dean you're saying that there's hope for me. There is. There's always hope. I I have coffee. <laughs> we have coffee. And coffee. dogs. Coffee and dogs. And the ability to purchase bacon in large quantities—pretty
3: <laughs> good life. I mean, why do you need anything else?
0: Um. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of it any for any reason.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what do you think the uh, key is to a long-lasting, healthy, happy marriage?
0: Openness and communication—definitely communication. Uh, yeah, you have you have to be afraid. I mean, again, not just to put your, wear your heart on your sleeve, but you have to be afraid to say things that may feel uncomfortable. What, what, one of the things that, that that I've really actually appreciated with your podcast is the fact that these, the, the people that you're interviewing seem to be opening up and finally being honest, even though it's a, after the fact, mm-hmm. but they're being very, very open, and honest with you about everything. And it's it's enlightening. It's um, uh, it's There's just something about that freedom being able to say what you actually mean um, that makes all the difference in the world and why we have to wait till something's over to be like that instead of being that way during a relationship is beyond me. I mean, I, I get... I get the, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings, but in the long run, you're kind of lying to them by mm-hmm. not saying what you feel and what you mean, so you end up hurting them anyways because you weren't open and honest at the during the moment. Yep.
3: I completely agree. Um, I think the whole time, this is one of the major things that I've learned in, in doing this and being able to talk to everybody again, is... I always thought that I was compromising because relationships take compromise and I didn't want to fight over the small things. So I would let a lot of things that bother me go. And now I realize that I was not being truthful to myself or to them and how could they have a relationship with me if I'm not really showing them who I am and how I feel and i'm just going along with the flow too much you know um so this whole time i thought my communication was really good <laughs> because <laughs> i would ask them how they were feeling <laughs> and and what was going on with them but meanwhile i was too afraid and didn't have i wasn't mature enough to really tell them how i was feeling
2: yeah um
3: <sighs> and i i mean i don't regret it i What can you do? Like, that's just who I was then. But without making this podcast, I wouldn't have realized that for myself now. So it's, I mean, making this podcast was pretty scary because I knew I was opening myself up to be really hurt and exposed to the world if the world cared to listen. Um, Anybody who is vaguely interested in what my deal is can know it a little bit too well now. Um, but that is a part of me accepting who I am now too. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck.
2: This is who (laughs) I am.
3: Um, and I've never felt, I've never felt more comfortable with who I am than I am right now. It is scary. I do feel vulnerable, but I feel, I feel like it's answered a lot of questions for me. And, you know, the thing is that when, just like I thought in the very beginning episode, I kind of say that while we, while I was breaking up with all of these people, um, the communication is just gone by the time you break up. Mm. And it's been breaking down for months leading up to that breakup. It's like you could talk to a stranger better than you could talk to <laughs> who you supposedly love. Yep. Uh, you know, And then you just go your separate ways and you never talk about what was going on with them, what they were thinking, what they were feeling, and and try to sort that out. And now I, I have such a better grip on like what happened with all of them than I did before. So, I I think like if anybody's kind of hitting a a roadblock, I would recommend it. As long as they feel safe and healthy and like where they're going, I felt comfortable enough with myself to be able to go back and talk to these people and knew knew that I could like walk away to protect myself if I needed to and gave them the freedom to do that too. And, you know, also knew that I could record all of these conversations and not put any of them out there for anyone, you know, and it could just be for me or and even to make them comfortable. Like I can change your name. I can change your voice. I don't even have to put it out if you end up not being comfortable with it. And um, I think it really says a lot about all of the people that I dated that they were even open to doing this at all. Uh, it makes me, it makes me, I, I have a newfound love for them all, all over again, but um not deceived to think that I, I, one got away because none of them really did. We weren't meant to be together. Not any of us.
0: Have but, you, like, have you, re- yeah. before pri- prior to starting this pod- podcast, were you still um, friends with all of these exes or was it kind of um a a a stretch to reach out to them with this idea
3: it was a total stretch it was um i wasn't on speaking terms we didn't hate each other but we weren't talking with one two three four of them like right we we weren't following each other on social media um, if we saw each other in the real world, it was completely uncomfortable. And then the other three, I think they, we just, you know, we're not going to be friends. We just kind of, yeah, sure. I'll see you once in a while, like at a party or a birthday party, have like a few, um, you know, a little bit of conversation, but move along. You know, Yeah. We hadn't gone back and talked about any of this and we definitely weren't friends. So it was really uncomfortable for me. Um, and them. A few of them canceled our
0: conversations.
3: Yeah. Two of them canceled about seven times. Oh, wow. Um, That was Fernando and Sarah. Both of them live far away. Sarah lives in Vancouver and Fernando lives in El Salvador. Mm -hmm. And when i scheduled to hang like to have conversations with them they just would end up not picking up the phone or they'd have to reschedule and i wasn't sure if it was ever going to happen and part of me was almost happy that it wasn't going to happen because it was making me so nervous <laughs> to do it in the first place yeah. like i would be shaking before every interview like just kind of i can't believe i'm doing this what am i doing um and and so i would be, be kind of relieved but then i thought well these other exes have done it. And, you know, the truth is is that I want the truth. I want the answer. So I have to overcome it. And if they want to do it, we'll reschedule. The last time with Sarah, I thought if she doesn't pick up this time, I'm, I'm giving up on her. I don't know what I'll do. Uh, But we had a conversation and she was pretty funny in her conversation. I think she, she kind of held back, I think more than all of the dudes did, in my opinion. She was kind of like just trying to be straightforward so it wouldn't hurt so much. Mm. You know what I mean? And right. she and I have become friends again since then. And uh, she visited Toronto twice since then. And we went out and had a really great time and nice. talked more and more nice. about it. I actually recorded a bonus episode with her uh, where we're talking a little bit more like friends and a little bit more openly. So that'll come out soon too.
0: Great. Oh, cool. I I'll, I'll, I'll look forward to that. I thought cool. I thought her episode was very um kind of like you said kind of s- s- to the point um yeah. in lieu of feelings um more just yeah. kind of matter of fact than than someone yeah. rubbing your back while you're talking to them <laughs> which yeah. I I guess yeah, was yeah. one of the things that happened during one of them correct uh, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that <laughs> sorry
3: to, oh no! That's, that's okay. Creep that
0: out. So, so have you have you have you recorded all your episodes?
3: Um, I no this. Well, I've recorded all of my personal episodes. There's still an episode coming up where I'll be talking with a therapist who has listened to all of this as well. We're going to do that conversation this week, where she kind of gives me some insights about where she thinks my issues lie and how I could achieve a healthier relationship moving forward. So I'm really looking forward to talking to her among many things. I'd like to talk about boundaries. I'm realizing that I have a lot of boundary issues and I have no idea how to fix that. It's just like not in my personal toolbox.
0: (laughs) So when you say, when you say boundary issues, you mean like you put up too many boundaries or you don't have enough boundaries.
3: I think I don't have enough boundaries,
0: or or are they in the wrong places?
3: Yeah, it could be in the wrong places too. Um, yes. Yeah.
0: So here's a here's a curious question. Um, do you, does your do you have to like have some written agreement with your with your uh, therapist because they're kind of divulging? You know, not div- they're not divulging, but they're they're Basing their, uh, uh, I guess, assessment on what they've heard, do they? Ha- do they? Is there some? I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Um, um, do you have to get them to agree specifically to to do their craft on so based on your episodes?
3: Yeah. So I mean, she'll listen to all of the episodes, and she was asking me a lot of questions about that um, because she's like, "Are you looking for?" kind of like my professional opinion, or am I? are you kind of my patient in this situation? Because that might be two different things. Like, uh, if you were my patient, I would be looking after your well-being. And I, I might not just blatantly say, you know, you're whatever, dealing with whatever issue she has to say. Um, but I asked her to kind of treat it half and half, um, a bit of as my patient, and also her expert opinion. So what we're going to do is we're going to record a lot of conversation where we talk about everything that she's curious about, um, probably even going into my childhood and such. And then I will edit that down to be something that she's happy with uh, professionally and something that I think pertains to the show and that I'm happy with. You know what I mean? Because, like, some things – if we're gonna dig up, you know, I didn't uh, win first place in uh, grade three. I'm not gonna. That has no relevance to the podcast at all. But if we're gonna talk about, you know, some things that happen with Justin or or Matt or anybody, we can we can get down to that. And I think the listeners deserve to hear that. It's just a matter of her being comfortable um, as as a professional at the end of it. But we can we can make sure that happens for her. Essentially,
0: oh, very good. Yeah. So, once so, what happens after? So after you've recorded your final episode, what's next yeah. for you?
3: I am looking for more people to talk to their
0: exes. Season two will be other people <laughs> and yeah. the dumpster fire that is their love life. So, Don. No, <laughs> I, you know what? What's really here's Can the we thing. talk about
2: your dumpster fire, please?
0: Here's the thing. I am friends with. Every one of my exes, except for one, and I'm We're okay with church.
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, I want to leave it at that. I'm
0: cool. No, I mean I. So my fr- my first ex wife is having a a problem with her chimney, and I'm I'm gonna try and get over and and take a look at it to see if there's something that I can do as a friend. Um, oh,
2: that's really good of you. I uh, love hearing that
0: yeah and and even if even if the trumpet ex-wife um in florida (laughs) were to call me and say hey i'm you know whatever um i'd be willing to help um you know just because just because a a a romantic loving relationship did not work out between me and and uh, you know all of my exes Doesn't mean I still don't care greatly for them, and vice versa. Yeah, it's just there's there's things that make it so that we can't like one person's you know likes to, one person's you know an incredible slob or or way too tidy or you know there's there's things that just don't don't jive, and you know one person's kind of lazy, the other person works out too much, Uh, not too much, but they're you know they're the the drives are different, and the the goals in life are different, and you know yeah. it just doesn't it doesn't meet up and and come together as well. Um, so we've remained friends because we had intimate you know an yeah. intimate life together at some point, and um, I, I don't understand really how you can. You know, always just when you break up with someone, that's it, done, goodbye, forever. I never want to see you again. I have friends that have done that, and um, I you know they've introduced me to their girlfriends or boyfriends. <laughs> I've become friends with their significant other, and then it's over for those two. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> now i'm not choosing sides me? and if you make me choose sides between the two of you the person that's making me choose the sides <laughs> sorry
3: See ya.
0: yeah i you know if you're gonna make me choose a side you're gone yeah
3: well so, you're incredibly mature so <laughs> no, it's i don't know cause like, I'm 50. <sighs> so i mean i think that i would have been friends with a lot of my exes um but, I mean, in some cases, it's just like they hurt me so They hurt me so much and gave me no clue as to what was up. If it's like a nice see you later, like this just isn't working, I love you, but it's not working, then that would be a lot easier to be still friends with. When somebody is, like, introducing kind of name-calling and assaulting your character mm-hmm. <laughs> and making you feel poorly, it's pretty hard to be friends with somebody after that. I mean, with Christopher, the last ex that I interviewed, he was incredibly cruel to me in the last few months. Like, yeah. Oh my God. And then when I talked to him for the interview, it was, it was that nice guy that I initially met all over again. I'm like, Oh my God, what happened to you? Why does that happen to you? I don't know. So he, like we're all, he and I are friends now we can talk, but I'm never going to make that mistake again because I understand the flip of
0: his switch, you know? Yeah. And- oh Yeah. That's, I just finished that up, ep- that episode. And I was a little confused between the uh the description of some of the things that he did uh and then the interview and then i realized that that was i don't know whether it's socio whatever um okay. but but I, I can sociopathy um but i could see my father was a narciss, narcissistic sociopath and I, the um, the manipulation i learned to spot it and is he
3: was manipulating me during that conversation uh,
0: maybe i i am I'm, I'm i'm no uh therapist and i'm no uh psychologist or anything like that but i i got a a weird it it, it he was being honest it seemed like cuz i don't yeah. know him but but yeah. um but there's there did seem to be a little bit of lead and guide from him hmm. yeah
3: yeah it's just interesting to me because i i've heard a few people maybe you're the third say they saw those tendencies um like maybe a little bit of like sociopath <laughs> which i mean he doesn't listen to any of this that I'm doing so you can keep this in or leave it out so you but um so I guess that's just like why I've been curious like did everybody just hear me be manipulated and I have no idea that that was happening um because with him the first while was just so great like he was the guy that you heard in the episode he could communicate he was kind he respected me he was self-aware and really, just all of a sudden, he hated everything I did. And it was just the weirdest feeling. Um, and then it, it was hard to imagine him being nice again. When I was first dating him, I thought, I could never imagine us fighting or not agreeing. And then in the last half of our relationship, it felt like, I can't imagine us getting along again. I, What happened to the guy that was so sweet a while ago? Very confusing for me, but I, after talking to him, I I do understand him a lot more than I used to. I think he deals with almost like an addiction to everything new. I think I kind of talk about that in a bit in the episode, but that was me for the first while. You know, there's a reason he wanted to hang out with me 35 days in a row. I was something new. I was exciting. He like couldn't get enough of me. Yeah, there's knows-
0: there's those who who will f- just get off on NRE, new relationship energy. You know, yeah. uh, addiction to the chase. And so, yeah, so what you you got that you got that heart palpitation flutter, you know, that's going on. But yeah that doesn't stay there forever. I mean, there, you know, there's still some of that, but it's not, you know, (laughs) when you're still, you know, you, you, you can only learn so much about a person, you know, all the, you can only learn all the things about a person. (laughs) And then once you've learned everything, then everything is growth from there that you're growing together. So, yeah, I mean that the, the new things, the the newness, you know, runs out at some point.
3: Yeah yeah totally and i've I'd never really experienced that with anybody before i couldn't i've never heard that term n r e you know i i don't I, I didn't know I couldn't have seen it coming, but I feel like I could see it coming now like if anybody at the time when we were spending that like thirty five days in a row together, i remember around like day maybe fourteen, I was kind of like maybe we should sleep at separate houses tonight like i need <laughs> i need i need a little bit of alone time and he was like why you want to hang out with me, don't you? And I was like, well, I do. I just don't really think it's good for me. He's like, you're an adult, aren't you? You can make your own decisions, right? Yeah, I can. That's why I'm trying to say this. But he was like so offended that I wanted separate time that it wasn't worth the fight for me. So I was just like, okay, we can still hang out. Let's let's not fight. Let's just get along and we'll, we'll keep hanging out. Almost In like retrospect, like if I were to go through that again, there's no way I would have been like, if you still want to hang out with me on like day 15, you have to like listen to what I'm saying. If I need a break, I need a break. Don't like sway me into. into yeah, drinking, you know.
0: that's that's very BPD sounding. What's, What's BPD? Borderline Personality Disorder. Well, where, it's, it's where where it's very you know it's all it's it's very black white all or nothing type of you know uh, you know once as soon as you have an inkling of, of, uh, of pain from somebody. It's like, Oh my God, why are you doing this to me? Right. <laughs> you know, that's, 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 you know, when when you, when you relate that to me, that's kind of what my, where my brain goes. I'm like, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's a very, that sounds very BPD. There's, there's <laughs> definitely some insecurity there of, of allowing a little bit of separation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the manipulation of, well, why do you need that? Aren't you an adult? Mm. Which is making you question yourself oh, yeah. about gaslighting. That's yeah. I mean. So, yeah, that's all. This, and that's a BPD person. You know, that's those are some of the hardest relationships to maintain. Uh, not that they can't be, but it's very you have to be. I, I recommend you look at it. Talk to your talk to your therapist about that because they they may have some some insight to give you on that, but, uh, I, I've, I've had some friend relationships, uh, with BPD folks and it's, it's, they're not easy relationships. You have to, there's something you have to kind of make, you have to put on some armor, (laughs) you know, (laughs) prepare yourself. There's, there's currency to be paid to those people. Uh, um, and it's, it's your emotional, uh, um. Uh. I totally forgot yeah. what I was going to say. It's you. It's your emotional worth. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Because they'll yeah. they'll tax they'll tax you on on all of it. Uh, well, I mean, because it's it, cause, yeah, like I said, because it's all or nothing. I mean, Because yeah. uh, but w- when you're on when when you're on with them, it's mm-hmm. all showering with the affection. And, <laughs>
3: and but yeah.
0: yeah, but the moment that you there's the slightest slight to them. It's yeah. uh, It's golden <laughs> showers instead of showers <laughs> with gold. Yeah. Uh,
3: absolutely. And, you know, it, it's so because these are the the kind of boundary issues I'm talking about of just like I just completely trusted him <laughs> that he loved me or really, really, you know, was really into me and would never, you know, almost use me up and leave me for think that I'm garbage is <laughs> how it really felt in that relationship it, I gave so much and then just to be treated so poorly I felt empty um, yeah. at around like month eight um, and I shouldn't have trusted him so blindly so early That's well you know yeah. and the,
0: and there's nothing I, I don't think there's anything wrong with putting your trust in somebody it's, it's when you know that I think we should be able to trust people <laughs> You know, I think the shitty part is when they fucking abuse it. That's what pisses me off. So, yeah. you know, I don't blame you for putting your trust into somebody. You know, that's, you know, I think we should be able to do that. We shouldn't yeah. have to be on guard for those situations. I think that we have to be is yeah. is a bit yeah. telling. But, you know, I don't want to have to be that way.
3: Hey, no. So. I, and I've never wanted to be that way either, which is, I feel like why I end up like just like blindly giving so much and not really discerning well enough about like whether that person d- deserves
0: it from me or not. You know what I mean? I think, I think most people are bastard coded bastards with <laughs> bastard filling and some, <laughs> and some are nice. Um,
3: yeah.
0: no, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's, it's hard to 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 open it's it's hard to open the wa- walls of uh the past to let new people in past yeah. the guards that we set for ourselves but yeah. then again we want to do that unless we're complete psychopaths so yeah you know there yeah. are people that can't let other people in um because of their own disdain for themselves mm. And that makes it harder. And and a lot of times, yeah. And a lot of times those are the people that are, that become, it's again, not a professional. Um, Those are the people that seem to be more manipulative and uh, sociopathic and, you know, just, just do for me as it's convenient for me. Yeah. And I'll shower you with all of the everything that I have, even though all of that everything might not be real.
2: Totally,
0: so, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Boy, we've talked a lot about <laughs> a, a lot about uh, you know stuff.
2: Yeah, we have. It's been good. <laughs>
0: what kind yeah. of what kind of gear do you use um, when you're recording? I I, I heard you, I heard you have the the what is it the N one the N one. <laughs> The the pig the pig virus the H1N1 (laughs) virus. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I've got West Nile. That's what I record. (laughs) That's what
0: it is. Yeah, it's the West Nile recorder. Yeah,
3: it's the H4N Zoom. That's what I use. Um, not the H1N1 like I previously said. It's just like a really handy little handheld camcorder. I really need to invest in some good microphones. Um, just haven't done it yet. takes time yeah it's better than nothing i don't know sometimes i've even used just my cell phone just use the voice memo app and Mm. just hit record uh depending on where i am and what the
0: situation is just not in the park never again right
3: i kind of okay. like it. though i didn't mind if the wind had settled down a little bit it would have been okay like right now you're on your recording you're gonna hear probably a lot of birds in the background and stuff i don't mind that there's an airplane up above you might hear that but I'm not i like anything. a little bit here too it's kind of a double-edged sword when it comes to upping the gear
0: so but so do, do you do you do the editing you have a you have a producer right
3: i have an editor i'm editor. producing it okay um She's amazing. Her name is Julia Matheson. She and I actually met through one of my
2: exes.
3: (laughs) She was a bartender. And he and I, while we were dating, went into that bar and we did a few shots with her. And I knew she was an editor and I'm an actor as well. So, you know, we talked for a bit. I also used to be in post production. I worked at like a facility where we do like commercials and TV shows and movies and stuff like that. I just quit that job about a month ago. And anyways, so I reached out to her when I started making this podcast. I thought she'd be really good for it. I'd seen like some of her work. She worked on like kind of independent films and such. And the only other editors I knew were men who were older and I thought she would be really perfect for it because She's young, female, and single, so she would understand where I was coming from and understand the weight sometimes of, you know, she was just closer to being in my shoes and my perspective oh, to understand, probably. like, maybe some silences <laughs> are a lot more telling sometimes than some of the words, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really happy I found her. We've been really happy collaborating, I think, and she actually ended up having an episode that came out today.
0: Nice. Oh, really? Okay yeah well, she has, of course the, listened to all the, of
3: it wow. unedited and then turned them into episodes for me and she said to me about two weeks ago she said i've had an epiphany i'd like to have an interview and i was like oh, okay <laughs> let's do it and so that just came out today i think it's pretty good she, she is pretty sure she knows where i am uh what's going on with me so i think it's pretty good listening i liked it
0: nice i look forward to getting to it what's uh so who do you host with
3: SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Oh, SoundCloud. Yeah. What about you?
0: Uh we're on Podmeo. P O D M I O. Are you liking them? I guess you kinda of
3: say you have
0: to. Uh, I don't have to say anything.
3: Okay. they're
0: they're no, they're they're okay. They uh they uh are a, a newer host. Uh you know, I know that a lot a lot of people use uh Blueberry or Libsyn, which are the, the those are like the two big ones. Uh, Podmeo is fairly new to the game. One of the things uh, I like about them is that I can host as many podcasts as I want on there. <laughs> so I know, cause I know my wife is planning on doing one at some point. Ooh. Uh, her hers will, uh, she's planning on working with some, uh, some other friends of hers who are, so my, uh, my wife is on the autism spectrum uh she also is a teacher of special needs children mostly focused on uh autism <laughs> so uh and she's got friends who are also on the spectrum and so she wants to basically have a podcast where she and her spectrum friends drink wine and talk about <laughs> talk about that so That's amazing. So yeah. I will so I will be able to set up a completely separate channel uh and and Help them record and things like that uh so but yeah, so and yeah, we have no we're completely unlimited for a number of shows for amount of megabytes et cetera et cetera so uh perfect. it's a pretty good deal so it's and it it's only like it's like nineteen dollars a month for unlimited everything pretty much
3: perfect, that's great
0: so yeah it's uh i i and they and uh cause i was I was originally gonna go okay. with blueberry which was about the same price, uh, but they didn't have the unlimited. And, uh, as I was looking, uh, the guy who runs Podmeo popped me up at Facebook on that, on that, uh, on the podcaster group that we're in and yeah. said, Hey, might you, my, you might want to consider what I've got going on. And he goes, and I'll, uh, he goes, what, what, he goes, why, why are you looking at going with. Blueberry, I'm like, well, they have these features, blah blah blah, and they're also going to give me a free month. He goes, you know what? I goes, I'll give you a free month, and just to try it out. And so that's kind of, you know, sure, why not? Yeah, I figured it didn't hurt to try. So,
3: absolutely. And who edits your show? I do. Oh,
0: I do nothing except provide <laughs> background talking noises. Sometimes I, bumping into microphones. I I uh, I've I've got a a music background. So I'm yeah. kind of familiar with editing uh cool. and I've got friends who are also in recording that I can also rely on and there's YouTube videos that help me out so
3: um how much do you hate the sounds of your own voice, really? I, I can't stand mine anymore. I, I just never want to hear it again. I want somebody else to, like, take it, take <laughs> my episodes and never let me hear it and just make a show out of it. I'm just...
0: I think everybody's got a little bit of that to some extent. I, I, it's not... I, I don't know. I kind of got... I've gotten used to it over the years uh, mm-hmm. with re- with recording, whether it's music or doing this. So... I've kind of got used to it, and I, what I did notice, and I think I've said this, that Don and I, 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 I had a on our first episode, I had a hard time telling us apart in some spots. We're actually the same person. <laughs> we're just sep- we're just separated into different bodies. Um,
2: Talk about BPD. I mean. Right,
0: right. Yeah. So, so like everybody else, um, I I hear in my voice, I hear kind of a slur, kind of a uh like a wetness in my in my mouth that I don't think any maybe other people hear it, maybe they don't, maybe they look right past it. You have the wettest mouth. I have the wettest mouth <laughs> of all. Yeah, yeah. But but I hear it because I know it's me and and deep down in our jeans we I'm wearing shorts. We Well so am I. <laughs> no moss pantalones <laughs> down th- with pants i think i think we as a species have a tendency to look into ourselves and find a flaw mm-hmm. yeah. and <laughs> at least one <laughs> whatever whatever we're doing whether it's looking in a mirror or listening to a podcast or watching ourselves on video or whatever there's something we're always going to to look at and go oh that's wrong and yeah. I don't know what that is, but it's, it's weird. And if look, I am learning to, to hear my voice and, and go, eh, so what? That's I can tell the difference between me and Dean, because I hear that, whatever that sound is that I hear in my voice, I, Dean doesn't have it. Dean's got this Johnny Cash, awesome <laughs> voice. I'm like, you know. The um, special, special Ed Morgan Freeman, adopted <laughs> Morgan Freeman. stepchild or something. Oh my!
3: Well, it's working. That that interesting collision <laughs> yeah. is
2: working.
3: Don't worry. Uh, yeah, I think like just like everything I'm learning right now. I'm like I'm not perfect. My podcast isn't perfect. My voice isn't perfect. But a lot of yeah. I don't know about you, but there's been a lot of people since I've started making mine. That have said, "Oh yeah, I always wanted to make a podcast. I want to make a podcast," <laughs> and they're not doing it. Yeah, you know? and a lot of the time, I think it's because they're they're such perfectionists and they're so hard on themselves that they'll never let it happen. And
0: you said hard on. That- Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> what are we twelve? Yes, we are. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, there are, yeah, there are, are stronger, some,
3: they don't like it. They don't want people to hear it. Um, yeah. They are hard on themselves. So they don't, they don't end up making one Yeah, because they're too insecure. And, and that's part of like what I'm getting over right now. I, I've had some people be like, you know, I would have done it this way, or you should have cut that episode shorter. I'm like, you know what? You go make a podcast. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've got a couple of friends that are, are talking about doing a podcast a very specific podcast about. Um, well, I can't. I shouldn't say it, um, yeah. <laughs> but but I definitely want to be involved in it because it's going to be ridiculous and and funny, and the only problem is going to be the copyright laws about whatever's going on in the background, right? Because s- someone might get you know, oh, you are using our art form to do th- to do this so but hmm. yeah i'm I, I i'm hoping that they they do it soon hmm. yeah Dan and jay get your s together um
3: <laughs> yeah jay
0: and dan jay smith dan tyson um uh, get
3: it together man
0: Dan and jay show
3: cool well i look forward <laughs> to hearing it whenever you guys get should, your should we
0: produce it for them i don't know we could we could if I ever get my studio up and running, it might be easy for them because yep. Jay lives up in in the north end and but whatever. Enough Especially about, with
3: like, the stuff you've learned now. I mean
0: I'm not learning then- anything. <laughs> <You're> not- <laughs> Doug just comes in and sits and sits down in the chair and talks and looks pretty. I don't there's no pretty <laughs> over here. The only pretty right here is my sh my, my shirt, which is <laughs> I don't roll on Shabbos. <laughs> It's amazing
3: a- this is what is uh
0: yeah
3: <laughs> um a lot of the time like as i keep going with this podcast i i keep hearing the dude's voice in my head saying
0: well that's just like your opinion man hey dean will like you send opinion, me a man dean will you send me Ooh, a text good. right now will i send you a text yeah just what am I because to- that's Let's hang see. on one second hang on let me turn let me turn my sound back on um yeah, just shoot me any text whatsoever. Just hi, whatever. Uh, this is my, text, this is my notification. text notification. Is it going to do it? Did you say... Yeah,
2: well, you know, that's just like, uh, your, your opinion. Yeah!
0: <laughs> that's been my text notification for probably three, two or three years now. <laughs> Because right in the middle of a conversation, someone will text me, and as someone finishes saying something in an, you know, in-person conversation, that is the perfect ending to whatever somebody says. Yeah, so, well, so that's should, just, like, your opinion, man. Should, should I, for you, should I, like, shut the fuck up, Donnie? Yeah. <laughs> You're out of your element, Donnie.
2: You're out of your element, Donnie. Perfect. I love
0: it. As, as, long, as long as I don't have a heart attack, it's fine. True. And not, I'm going to put, put you in a Folgers jar. I was going to say, don't put me in a Folgers can.
3: I, I'd go in a Folgers can. I wouldn't mind. Just, <laughs> this is funny. That's all right. Oh my God. That moment's so funny, too, when they go to dump them over the edge and it just blows right back in their faces. Genius. <laughs> That that movie's in my top ten of all time for sure.
0: That's a Wa Wik- brothers movie, right? Is it Wykowski's It's the it?
3: Cohen
2: Brothers. Co- That's what I
0: meant, yeah. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're you're, yeah, you're thinking of the Wachowskis who did uh The Matrix. Yeah, well. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very different.
0: <laughs> Which are now the Wachowski's sisters, I believe. Oh, oh, oh they, really? I think oh, they really? both tra- I think I believe they both have transitioned now. I knew one did. Um, Hey, whatever.
3: Double transition. Yeah,
0: what's it's just the the, The Wachowski's. The the Wachowski's. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Why put a label on it? I
0: agree. We need we we need very much less labeling in society, (laughs) except for warning symbols, warning labels. You know,
1: (laughs) that's
2: on
0: people, preferably on some people. (laughs) Don't vote for this person.
2: He's a psycho. Okay,
0: <laughs> lighten up, Francis. <laughs>
3: Very good. A little
0: stripes reference for you.
3: Um, I <laughs> saw that for the first time in the springtime. Oh actually. my goodness! Yeah,
0: Sergeant Hulka is our big toe.
3: And I actually got to meet the director of that movie,
0: Ivan Reitman. <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Last time I saw him, he I had dyed my hair slightly purple. And he just—he was one of those people who goes, you changed your hair. Wow. Without stating <laughs> what they thought about it. It's just like, you just said it. That doesn't help me. Do you like it or not? <laughs> you changed your hair. Yeah, and has anybody ever said to you, I listen to your podcast, and then just stare at you? Like, oh. okay,
2: so... <laughs>
0: Okay. I guess you made it? <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <I'm->
1: <laughs>
2: well, thanks. <laughs> cool. You're a what person.
0: Do you, do you want an award for being able to hear things? Is, is right. That, is, is that what you're asking cool. me? How else were you going to take it? <laughs> I, I, I definitely have a couple of friends who will walk up. You know, I'll see them at shows or whatever. Uh, and And they'll walk up and say, oh, hey, Don. you know, we will, we'll hug because hugs and, yeah. and I'll say, hey, I'm, you know, how's it going? So and so. And they'll go, great. <laughs> um, wait, uh, okay. So this is the part where y- you engage with me
1: <laughs> and
0: instead they just kind of awkwardly stare like <laughs> you're supposed to carry on the conversation the rest of the time <laughs> So you know you're I trying. Lost
2: and, the ball. Yeah. What are you gonna do with it? Yeah. Just well. keep it. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <What>? Okay, bye.
1: <laughs>
0: I give you a gift and you and you stand there and show up my picture. Run, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> uh So, Bridget, what what podcast do you listen to?
3: Ooh. Aside
0: from us, of course. I mean.
3: Aside from you, <laughs> I've been listening to actually Pete Holmes' podcast. It's okay. pretty good.
0: Uh, may, uh, I'll make this awkward or something like that? Or um, made it weird? You we made it weird. Yeah, that's what it is.
3: Um, I also listen to Fresh Air with Terry Gross.
0: I don't know that one.
3: Ooh, it's on NPR. She's maybe the best interviewer of all time. Give it a listen. Really good. Um,
0: what, one my more favorite. Time. Whoa, Wait, hang on whoa, real quick. What was the name of it again? The Terry Gross Fresh
3: Air fresh air with terry gross
0: fresh
3: air. okay she's from new york no not new york i can't remember where she's from but she has been interviewing on npr for a very long time so when people die um she'll be like here was my recording with them in 1986 that's kind of creepy i love it
0: <laughs> i you, mean it's not creepy in a bad way like you know Ed Asner's under your bed and he's hungry, but it's, it's creepy. Like, like, Oh yeah. I thought you know th- he was there Be- because he's Ed Asner. <laughs> Mary, I, I need a submarine sandwich. <laughs> Make it snappy. <laughs> Give me a hoagie. <laughs> Gladly. It's, uh, Yeah. It's it just to have all those, those audio logs and go, Oh yeah. Yeah. I interviewed them back in, it was a Tuesday back in, Ought yeah. one. It yeah. was a clear day.
3: So, <laughs> uh, it's pretty phenomenal. So, I, I don't know. There's not many great um, interviewers, in
0: my opinion, out there in the world. Like I, I just think
3: it's a real talent. That's all. I mean, I love listening to so many conversations.
0: Well, that, um, that, was, that was the thing I liked about listening to that other person that we talked about earlier, Nispodst, <laughs> nit, nit, what, nit Pod Knit, what Knit, Pod, shick Podstrick. Right. Because, <laughs> because I, I, that's, I mean, that's, because that's kind of how I envisioned this podcast for interviews is just, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, we're going to talk about your podcast and things that going on, but I, I just want to know about you really, you know, that's, yeah. that's what I want to learn about. That's, and, yeah. and I, I like that style. And so that's kind of where, I took that. I kind of took that idea from. So, another right. another really good one that that I've been listening to off and on lately. And maybe maybe it's a guilty pleasure. Maybe it's not your thing. Is out oh, there. You go. There it goes. Um, sorry. We were he he was his laptopy thing. He was doing weird stuff. Um, I don't know if you've listened to it or not, but it's uh, a couple of gals out of New York. Um, it's the. It's the anti-slut shaming podcast called uh, Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked, yes. It's hysterical, and they are brilliant um, as far as interviewing and talking about their lives and letting you in, you know. That's the kind of stuff that that really drives us, Dean and I, is, is that just natural sitting around, hanging out, having a conversation thing. Yep.
3: I, I mean, I love that too, and I think it's pretty imp- apparent in your show as well. I, I love that. I mean, it's just fun to like eavesdrop on kind of two friends having fun and just shooting the shit. I yeah, love that. Yeah. I and- also like uh, my favorite murder, mm. and they do a lot of that during that show as well. Sometimes, like, I want to hear their conversation without the murder. <laughs> I want to be able to sleep at
0: night. Yeah. But uh, Ge- Georgia and Catherine, they they uh, they've got they've got a really cool vibe. I like them. I like, uh, small town murder as well. And as, as it is, you know, more fact oriented, it is a couple of comedians, uh, kind of hanging out and, and talking about these murders in small towns. Um, yeah, I heard
3: you mention that on, on your podcast, on this podcast and, (laughs) um, I, I'm looking forward. I was like, "Ooh, I gotta listen to that."
0: And if you're into sports, they also do one called "Crime and Sports," which is also as funny. The John Daly one is a very, very funny, very funny episode.
3: Okay, I'll give it a list.
0: So, what what else are you listening to? Uh, what
3: else am I listening to? Hold on, let me think. Where's my phone? Uh, oh, I listen to Anna Ferris' Unqualified. Have you
0: ha- listened to that? I have that in my queue. I've listened in my queue. I have that in my on on all my apps that I use for the the pod the potting. Um yeah. And I've listened to a few episodes, and I I do enjoy it. Um, but uh, for some reason, I, you know, when it's when it's actual downtime and not listening to the newer podcasts like yours, um, interviews with exes, um. I for some reason skip over hers all the time, and i i th- I think it's a brilliant, a pretty brilliant podcast. She's funny. Yes. I, I I only knew about her because of Doug Benson because I went to a live taping of Doug Loves Movies, which oh, yeah. which is re- really funny. If you if you're into comedy and movies, that's a good one. That's and being one. stoned and being stoned. Doug is like always old. stoned and congratulations cool. on getting on uh legal weed there now by the way
3: oh thank you <laughs> i mean we were smoking it either way so <laughs>
0: same thing here in seattle i never i never knew it wasn't legal in <laughs> canada
3: Yeah, we definitely have treated it like it is for the longest time so what's the difference you know that's uh whatever we're happy about it sure it's pretty nice now because you can actually go to a dispensary and ask for the exact kind of weed you're in the mood for and they can help you out with, with that. I have a tendency to get really paranoid and anxious. So, um, you know, it, it helps to have a professional kind of be like, okay, all right. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: <laughs> this yeah. is going to
3: be more of a body buzz. It's not going to, like, send you reeling. Yep. Which is
0: awful. Yeah. 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 I If I... I do a little tincture once in a while with very low THC and very high C B D um yeah. and other otherwise I will probably end up in a blanket fort, in a tent, under a blanket fort, with, you know yeah. a bag of Cheetos you know Oh my god, me too. Hiding from everything. My dog just yeah. looked at me, man. <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah. Like, I won't be okay until, like, two days later where I'm like, whoa, what's, that was awful.
0: What's the best Canadian stoner snack?
3: Ooh. Uh,
0: Ketchup chips?
3: Oh, Ketchup. yeah. People love poutine, for sure. Poutine is huge. Ketchup chips are the best. I don't understand why you don't have them. I, it's so good. You're missing out so hard. And there's a specific brand called Covered Bridge, made out in New, Bar- New Brunswick the best ketchup chips you've ever had and they're all natural so it doesn't have any of that msg kind of <laughs> shit that makes your green start sparkling and breaking down um yeah what else oh we craft also craft dinner craft dinner love craft dinner
0: <laughs> what's craft I dinner?
3: Have mine
0: explain craft dinner
3: explain it to don,
0: to don don does not know what it is
3: okay maybe I, maybe I do
0: and i've just never heard it called okay. that it's 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 mac and cheese oh well just say mac yeah. and cheese come on
2: it's
3: in a box that's all yeah.
0: <laughs> they call it craft dinner there i don't know oh, really why. i didn't know that
3: yeah well because mac and cheese like you would buy your own noodles you would like grate your own cheese like it's more legitimate Craft dinner is a totally different story. That's like bright orange garbage going into your system. You know,
0: well, you that's you've what... never, have you never heard the uh, the bare naked ladies? If I had a million dollars,
3: oh my god! Of course oh, I have. Cause
0: that's oh, I, I was I Who's was that? asking Don, so <laughs> I, I, I figured you had. You, I mean, they're a Canadian band. I, and I have I have heard this. Okay. Yes. So yeah, because cause, you know that, that's one of the lines is. I'd still eat. Would you still eat craft dinner? I would, but I would just eat more. So.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a lyric that I never. It's a lyric that I missed at some point.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Pre-rap. I, I Pre- probably misheard it. Like you know, <laughs> excuse me while I kiss this guy or something. You know, <laughs> I'll eat this fly. Or, right. <laughs> <laughs> all the misheard yeah. lyrics. Yep.
3: Singing it wrong the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. So. Anything else?
0: Uh, let's see. Let what are me... you
3: listening to? What... I didn't throw it back oh, to you. I didn't a... throw the ball
0: back. Oh, what are, what are, you, what are you listening oh. to, Don? Uh, well, lately I've been listening to this podcast. Um, it's, it's, it's grown on me quite a bit. Um, it's called, um. Interviews G- with Exes. Interviews with Exes. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Never uh, heard
2: of it. Tell me more.
0: Uh. But, uh, I, I've still been listening to the weird shit podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what else ever have, have? There was something I was just, oh, bunny ears. <laughs> bunny ears is awesome. Okay. Tell Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin <laughs> um, and a buddy of his. Okay. The bunny yeah. ears podcast is pretty fat. Fantabulous. Uh, um, you know,
3: I, I heard him actually on the On Affairs is Unqualified a podcast and uh, wasn't a fan. Really? I, I just didn't get a great uh, vibe from him. He seemed really self involved. Um, <laughs> and I mean, he's grown up in a very weird bubble, but. Uh, um,
0: absolutely. <laughs> I, so
3: I, I, mean, I can't blame him, but I don't really want to listen to him. No offense if you're listening, Macaulay. I'm sure you hate my show too.
0: That's all right. He, you know, yeah, he's he's been through. He's been down a different road than 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 pretty much everybody. Um yeah. I mean, we all have, but his has been very, very strange. Except for maybe um, Emmanuel Lewis. I was. Oh yeah. <laughs> and and bobo was it Bobo? bobo what was his monkey's name oh that yeah you have a fax machine going on there
3: no is it loud oh, what was that
0: i just heard like a, it sounded like the pickup of a modem <laughs> that
3: oh. beep <laughs> oh it was i'm sorry it was a uh what's it called some sort of instant message from some platform that came across i'm sorry
1: <laughs>
0: it's okay oh. I just it's like it's all, I heard, it sounded like the the when you when you hear a when you when you would hear a fax machine pick up and that that high that whistle first <laughs> that first engagement, um, yeah. So I've never really necessarily been a Macaulay Culkin fan, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I and you know, I've listened to a couple of it, couple of the episodes, and and just found them funny. Um, maybe it's maybe it's the insanity that is going on through through the episode that is entertaining to me. The chaos. Yeah, um, but I, you know, I don't know. Uh, there, there are podcasts that everybody else like that I don't. Um, we all have our own. Uh, yeah, our own things. Um, yeah, my yeah, yeah, I've I've been li- I've I'm still listening to Oddballs, uh, with Sarah and Raygun. Okay. Boo, <laughs> beep, <boo. laughs> they're they're really funny. Two uh two girls out of Tennessee, I think it's where they're from. I thought they were from uh, Oregon. Why do no, I keep thinking they're from Oregon? I don't know. I, you know, I think you're thinking of uh, a different. One. I think that's the Ouija Broads, which is another one I've been listening to. Um, okay. Tell me
2: about Oddballs.
0: Oddballs, they, uh, they, they just talk about weird stuff. They uh, at the beginning of every episode, they talk about weird topics that have happened that day of their release. You know, and throughout history, that today in weird history. Um oh, cool. So they they cover just weird things and sometimes true crime and. Uh, but, uh, they're fun, you know? Uh, so like the last episode was about, was about ghost stories, uh, then weird funerals and conspiracy theories and <laughs> cult like stuff. That. So, so very, so just very odd stuff. So odds, hence oddballs makes <laughs> very apropos. Um, cool. let's see, what else am I listening to? I'm still listening to, uh, pounded in the butt by my own podcast which
2: Hi.
0: which is by chuck tingle i don't know if you know who that is uh no i so,
3: don't know his name i think you, you had him on your show no right?
0: I, no i haven't had him on my show. I, I would love to have chuck tingle on this because i think it would be hilarious uh chuck tingle writes gay fantasy erotic literature um uh, so where uh and he's now got a podcast called pounded in the butt by my own podcast where he has short stories of fantasy gay erotic stuff where uh someone will have sex with a uh human anthropomorphic tide pod or a unicorn or a bigfoot <laughs> bigfoot oh he has one episode called bigfoot pirates haunt my balls um so, and they're just they're very funny um and he has different people read each one and i don't know if you uh the, he's on the uh the the night Vale welcome to night Vale network oh
2: yeah 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 and so uh-huh. that's who
0: produces it
2: oh cool. And so the first that,
0: first episode was read by cecil from welcome to night Vale. Cool. second second episode was read by mara wilson oh yeah so so, right so uh yeah so the, he has they. so every episode and they're about you know 30 minutes or lo- 30 minutes long or so uh and they're they're just they're they're funny they're i mean i always i i get a kick out of them just because they're they're completely silly so you know and i'm still i listen to pretty much all the welcome to night Vale stuff um and then what else uh the better with you guys which uh is a very cool podcast they're uh it uh, it's they are exploring the effect on friendships uh for people and how you know the their friendships have affected you know if uh, they'll interview folks who are friends and how their the friendships have affected their lives and things like that so it's a, it's a very cool premise of of a show um I
2: like that. Yeah. Uh
0: I'm looking at, I'm trying to set up a, I almost had an interview with them uh when tragedy struck and once you when you uh when you hear the uh the the tearjerker episode then you'll understand but <laughs> but uh so yeah i'm trying i had an interview set up with them but shit happened and we had to postpone so i'm still looking to uh reschedule with those guys so. um but yeah uh that's at this point aside from you know trying to find my uh you know a uh, new obscure podcast to listen to uh that's yeah that's really it right now. Uh, I know one of because you're talking about trying to find people to line up to talk to their exes which kind of sounds like I don't know uh on the Welcome to Nightvale network is yeah I don't know if you welcome, listen to Welcome to Nightvale or not but um, I think
3: I listened to an episode or two. Yeah, it's I don't
0: know. I it's get it. it's very it's you oh. know if if you like if you like the X-Files uh mixed with uh twilight zone absurd humor then, that uh that then you'll be into it um, yeah well
3: i liked twin peaks and i feel like i mm. could describe
0: twin peaks as a lot of it yeah right twin Pe- yeah it, you know it, it would be like you know twin peaks and x-files got together and had a baby with uh that was delivered in the twilight zone that's Ooh. that's yeah. welcome to nightville <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right,
0: I'll get another time. But the uh, but one of the guys, one of the uh, one of the characters in in Welcome to Night Vale, his name is Carlos, and he's voiced by a. Uh, I don't know if he's if he, if he considers himself a comedian or what he what what he, what he is exactly, but his name is Dylan Marin, and he has a separate podcast on uh, on there, which is very it kind of reminded me of yours called Conversations with People Who Hate Me. <laughs> And, <laughs> and it's really good. The first the first season was uh, so Dylan is a gay man. I'm of uh, this right now. Oh, the it's, it's, it's very right. it's very very. De- so basically, he and he has a series of videos on YouTube called uh, that are unboxing, uh, and he uh, but it's unboxing ideologies. So un uh, like uh, he had unboxing toxic masculinity, unboxing white privilege so uh right. so these so he did all these videos uh and th- th- this which were i think a couple of years ago that he did them but he would uh get comments on his videos that were you know kind of hateful you know and so he decided you know what i'm gonna reach out to these people and find out what it is that they don't like about me and have actual conversation so he he, that's what he did he would you know call him over skype or whatever and and uh talk to him and uh it's i think the first season was like 10 episodes and now the second season which i haven't gotten into as much yet i've listened to like the first first episode or two where Mm -hmm. he's actually kind of doing the same thing for other people
3: oh cool I need to
0: listen to that. But Dylan um, is a super sweet guy. I mean, <laughs> it's it's hard not to like him. He, he's just a really he's got a, and he's done he, I think he's done Ted Talks as well. But like uh, apparently uh uh I think he had it the the final episode of the se- of season 1 of of Conversations with People Who Hate Me. He had he had somebody who I think was a professor. Uh, I don't know if they were a psychology professor or what it was uh that used his uh his podcast as kind of a a a a teaching tool on you know how to breach uncommon ground
3: very cool i absolutely that sounds so related i'm so surprised i haven't heard of that yet I mean um when I've told people about my podcast frequently they say oh there was a movie something like that wasn't it with like Anna Ferris? it was called like what's your number I'm like yeah not, not really um and then people just <laughs> tell me about uh guys we fucked and actually for a second i thought maybe i should call mine guys i loved. <laughs> you know there's extra people that i fucked that I did not make it on um,
0: <laughs> which is probably a good thing at least in my case it would be <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, who needs to track those people
0: down? I am
3: not. Yes. <laughs> I kind of want to never see them again.
0: What, what? What were their names? I don't <laughs> have names. Uh,
3: yeah. You, you can, don't. Don't worry. I, I mean, I know some of the names, not all of them.
0: <laughs> some of them I just make up.
3: <laughs> make them up. There was a uh, Brad. Um, there
0: was bad comb-over guy. <laughs>
3: oh God. <laughs> I've erased that. <laughs>
0: there was there was lispy girl, there was a guy, yeah, she
3: did the shot, you know.
0: There, there was there was a guy be- who only uh, uh, lispy <laughs> girls need love too. <laughs> guy guy who's pe- thought his penis would make up for his personality. That's oh most.
3: <laughs> oh god. Or a guy who he thought his personality would make up for his penis. Oh.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so that's-, that's what don and i are here for <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's okay guys you've got great personalities
0: i don't know what you're talking about just far i'm just me and i don't give a crap what you know i don't know
1: <laughs>
2: i'm glad
0: i still have coffee in my cup right i got coffee and, I, and there's that thing i can do with my tongue and
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that
0: that yeah okay <laughs>
3: Coffee. Coffee helps. That's Coffee.
0: All. Coffee always helps.
3: Um, yeah, so anyways, I'm surprised nobody's told me about that podcast yet where he talks to people that he that hate him. And uh yeah, that, that super shocks me. But yeah, that's perfect for me. I, I look forward to listening to it. Yeah, and I did actually really have fun. somebody approach me who is interesting interested in joining with me to potentially be a part of the new sex ed program that is happening in schools in Ontario, where I'm from. Um, She believes that there is a big lack of conversation when it comes to love conversations, which is completely true. I can't believe we're talking about sex so much, (laughs) but we're not talking about uh, communication and respect, you know, Mm, like that's not really happening. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's more about um, when it's okay to have sex and, like, put on a condom and stuff like that. But, right. but yeah, like, let's talk about actually having relationships and right. how we feel about it and who we are within them. So I think that, that's something that I'm really hoping to be involved in yeah. somehow. I mean, who so am I to awesome. teach kids? But if, like, kids could kind of, like, listen to some of my episodes, have that as homework, and then talk about it at school in, like, a comfortable environment where they're like, everybody talks about, like, well, and how did that make her feel? Or how did that make him feel? And what do you think about that? What would you have done in that situation?
0: Yeah.
3: You get to know yourself and what you believe in in relationships, which is a lot of what I'm figuring out, too.
0: It seems like the the uh, course of social studies shouldn't be so much about, you know, like, world histories kind of stuff but more about dealing with each other mm-hmm. but I'm 50 years old and not going back to school anytime soon well so. yeah, I mean school if you think about it school is really teaching you teaching you stuff instead of teaching you how to think or how yeah. to survive yeah. life Yeah. so oh, I, yeah. Go down I mean, to other people it's, critical it's, thinking I think skills we
3: never, I never had to take like any sort of class where it taught me like personal financing
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that
3: would have been helpful, or what? Like, parenting class wasn't even necessary. Most people are going to be parents, and most people are not going to need algebra. Like, let's talk about that. You know, <laughs> like, how is that not a mandatory subject? I don't understand.
0: Yeah, there. You know, well, because I think, especially here in the states, it's like they teach. They teach kids for testing purposes and that's really it they don't care about anything else justification if, of the the dollars yeah so if, really- if you can if the if our kids are passing the standardized tests, then we don't care about anything else right?
3: right yeah well i i have a lot of hope for the younger generation in our society i think like they just they seem really motivated and politically minded and a little bit more caring than we have been in the past, I think I mean, I'm sure there's a few psychos out there, but um I mean after what where, where was that was it uh parkland, Florida, after that school shooting where all those kids like really united and um, I don't know, just have like such strong, eloquent voices uh it's just like a new time is upon us i I think there's a lot to be sad about in the world, I can't believe I'm talking about all this stuff right now um I mean like. But I find hope in these kids. I, I think the next generation is going to do better for the world than the previous numerous generations have. At least.
0: I I definitely Somebody hope so. And I'm seeing. I know I see it with with my kids and the kids that they are friends with. So I'm I'm very happy to see a lot of that happening up here. Anyway. However, there is the offset few who are eating Tide Pods. <laughs>
3: Well, you know, in every generation, there's some tide pod eaters. What are
0: you gonna In every okay, generation, so, there is a Slayer. So, no wait. So perhaps, <laughs> so perhaps, me and my friends rode big wheels off second story of roofs. But you know,
2: right? Exactly. Yeah,
0: we always, uh, you know, our, I, you know, I, I used to ride around on the back of my friend's Subaru going down a dirt road, fishtailing. What's it's yep. <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah, I, well until I got thrown off and ended up with a concussion. Oh, well, so there's like, that. If
3: you on roller and like holding on to or like a skateboard and holding Roman, on
0: Roman candles sticking out of the butt, you know. <laughs> well, that's what today's for anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> It just takes a few Americans out of the gene pool every year.
3: That's all right. That's okay. We can lose them.
0: Oh, I had the Roman candle pointed the wrong way. Bubba, his brother Bubba, and his other brother Bubba, his other brother Bubba. That's hard to say. Other Bubba Bubba. Yeah.
3: Bubba
0: and his other buddy Bubba. Bubba. And then their brother Bubba. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I want to know a Bubba. <laughs> they sound so big and friendly.
0: I, I went to school with a kid with a kid named Bubba.
3: Oh my goodness!
0: <laughs> well, there was the there was Bubba the Love Sponge who got oh got in so much trouble on the radio, biggest fine in history for, by the FCC, and then I think he's on Radio IO now or something. Do? I don't know. Uh, he's pretty. Are we
3: even allowed to talk about it, or will we get <laughs> in
0: trouble? I don't know.
3: What did he do?
0: Well, Oh, they they fake slaughtered a pig on the air. They they didn't actually slaughter a pig, but they had sounds of pig noises, and they had a chainsaw sound or something like that, uh, and, you know, everybody got up in arms that they murdered an animal on the air, and uh, they got fined $750,000 for, for one... One incident, that one incident. I think that's what it was. Um, uh, Unlike in WKRP in Cincinnati, where they... (laughs) they, (laughs) Why did Uh, you have to go there? (laughs) Where they dropped the turkeys out of the helicopter. They were frozen, weren't they? No, they were Uh, live turkeys, and they didn't realize that that the turkeys couldn't couldn't fly. fly. Right, right. Oh my god! Oh my god! What? there has uh, been a that was the eighties WKRP reference in the in the studio today. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, Lonnie Anderson.
3: It, was, was that th- show actually any good? Like, I just know the song, and I think the the guy, the lead guy, had on like tinted glasses and a mustache. That's like all I, all
0: I Martin got. Moll. Martin Mull. Martin Mull. Yeah, wasn't that Martin Mull? Pretty sure it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: who no, else that was, was in it? That wasn't, no, that wasn't.
0: no, Martin Mole was Bull, wasn't he? From uh, Night Court. No, 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 no. Uh, he was a Mole. Don't don't get me started. Rick, that was Richard Mole. See, I told Moll, you he was Moll, a Mole. M O L L. Whatever. It sounds the same. <laughs> so. Yeah, Do w- you think that
2: sounds
0: up? Howard Hessman. Was... Howard Hessman, right? It, you know, it 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 was it was a, a pretty darn funny show. For the time, mm-hmm. and that was the seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Um, it might be worth going back and kind of, kind of checking out here and there, maybe his background. <laughs> um, yeah. Same with Barney Miller was kind of the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah,
3: Barney Miller was that the guy? Um, the cop that show. was. What was it? New cop
0: show. Barney I Miller. Don't know. They were in New York precinct um, with uh, what was his name? Uh, that died. It was reported to be dead every year. Um, oh, Abe Vagoda. Abe Vagoda until Fish. until his Twitter last year actually said, "And I'm dead now."
2: And Which he, had...
0: he had he had died. <laughs> oh, he really did. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hey, oh. Abe
3: He was the guy with the big eyebrows, right? Yeah, oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would show up on he would show up on uh, like the Carson show or David Letterman or something just to tell everybody yep i'm still here
3: oh that's funny (laughs) and and now like jeff goldblum is the new uh a pagoda then right
0: because of the eyebrows (laughs) no jeff goldblum (laughs) is still he's he's still
3: people keep saying he's dead and then he's not dead
0: oh jeff gold i hadn't heard that one that's right i did see something about that recently (laughs) on on the face bacon platform and someone, was, yeah, it was Jeff Goldblum died. And so I looked it up and I'm like, no, he's not dead.
3: I think that's like a really, <laughs> it's like a morbidly hilarious rumor to start. Jeff I Goldblum
0: like it. Uh, finds a way.
3: <laughs> yeah. He just keeps living. It's all right. Keep going, Goldblum. I saw him on some really weird commercial recently for like, kind of like a Craigslist or something like that. Like. Jeff Goldgloom, you're so much more than
0: this. What are you doing? <laughs> well, you know, something's got to pay the bills. While well, he's waiting for for Independence Day 5 to come out. Well, he just did uh, Thor, Thor Ragnarok last year. I'm out. That's and, it. I, I mean, Bridget and I are both just not watching the, the superhero you know, movies the right Thor, now. Thor, you know, honestly, out of all the superhero movies, aside from Deadpool, 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 I think, stands on its own. Both of them. Uh, but as far as all the Avenger movies, which I'll, you know, the, the MCU, Thor Ragnarok was fucking hilarious because it was done by Taika Watiti, who, if you don't know, if you haven't seen uh, what we do in the shadows, fucking watch it because I don't want to see what you do. in Hilarious. The shadows.
2: <laughs> Him and I've...
0: Jermaine Clement play vampires, and it's fucking hilarious. You got to yeah, watch I it. Saw... It's a movie? Very... Yes. What we do in the shadows is it is it is it a Netflix-y thing? Mm, not sure. Maybe
3: it was on Netflix when I watched it, maybe seven months ago. But Canadian Netflix is apparently different from American Netflix.
0: Yeah, that's really. true. If but you have it, if you if you don't, I'll I'll, I'll find it and download it for you. <laughs> that's that's legal. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Maybe sure. yeah, I will, maybe I will find it on my cody. <laughs> I don't I, know what that is, but we're gonna popcorn time. That's what I use.
3: <laughs> I, I I can't find any of these things. I can't do it. Just... <laughs> I'm like an 80 year old woman you when can it can do it. Like I just figured out how to make my answering machine message. I can't. <laughs>
0: What's an answering <laughs> machine
3: <laughs> answering machine <laughs> yeah it's a- ma- I still have the machine
0: I used, to, I used to change <laughs> ar- change mine we- like weekly, sometimes daily to some weird You do the archer thing, get one now they're new and improved. <laughs> get one now they're bigger and better. get one now. They Sunday, won't... Sunday, Sunday. They won't stain, tarnish, rust, or break down, but they might kill you. <laughs> Just what weird about
3: um Believe it or not, George isn't at, home. He's oh my God. He's at the my. He must not be home or he'd pick up the phone. Where could he be? Believe it or not, George's not home. <laughs>
0: Sometimes I wear a T-shirt and a hoodie that if I take the hoodie off, the T-shirt is the exact same. It, I'm not kidding you. Is there, a is there a hood on the shirt? No, but it is It is the greatest American hero symbol. Oh, God. I think you've seen me wear it a couple of times, right? So I was never very much of a um, Jerry Seinfeld fan or a no. Friends fan. I've seen all the obligatory episodes of (laughs) Seinfeld. No soup for you, and the and the what was the the bat one? Airports? Uh, Can you believe it? I'm out. (laughs) George, (laughs) Elaine, something about George sleeping under his desk. Oh yes, uh, when he was working for the Yankees. I don't know.
3: You didn't like Seinfeld? It
0: it was a show, and I'm I'm, I. (laughs) It was was a show about nothing. It was definitely a show. It was a show about nothing.
3: I, uh, your, your show is pretty close to being about nothing. I got it.
0: <laughs> well, maybe. But we don't sound like Jerry Seinfeld. I'm not whining about everything. <laughs> and I think we're both more <laughs> of the Kramer. <laughs> Will you be our character? Elaine?
3: <laughs> I, I, that was actually my best Elaine impression.
0: Can you, can you do the dance?
3: Uh, you know how many times I've been called Elaine when I've been dancing, and I am—I am not meaning to uh, <laughs> do an uh, impression at all. It is—it <laughs> is very embarrassing. <laughs> and I love to dance. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, so I will
0: easily be. What do they? They call it the full—the full motion body heave. <laughs> is that not what they called it? <laughs> Her dance. Uh, no. I'm out. I'm out. I'm I don't out. know. Fuck this shit! I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, you know this is our longest interview so far. I'm flattered. It's been great. I mean, I it's I I I just looked over it a little bit ago. See what are we at? Two hours? We're over two hours now. <laughs> oh my
3: God, are going to have That's... a lot of editing to do. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> Bridget, let, let editing. Me, What's let, that? Me, Yeah, let me explain <laughs> something about how we how we edit and how we how we do these shows. Pretty much, unless there are big long pauses, <laughs> they There are big just pregnant pauses.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I love a big long pause. Keep them in there. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it,
3: you guys, are you doing it to me right now? Or are you doing the big long pause on me? No.
0: <laughs> no. Can, can, where, is everything cool? Can you hear us?
3: Oh, yeah, I can hear okay. you. Okay. <laughs> that would long... be a really funny and mean trick if you just went silent for a while. <laughs> just like make your guests really uncomfortable.
0: Hello? Hello? Is somebody there? So, Bridget. <laughs> yes. Oh. What, what were you going to say? Oh, I wasn't gonna say anything. Else. Oh, you were gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got me too. <laughs> gotcha. You guys got me really
2: scared. <laughs> it worked on me.
0: I have something <laughs> very important to ask you.
2: Oh my god.
0: No, I don't. I'm not really. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
3: It's a show
0: about nothing. A show about nothing. It's always a show about nothing that's about something. There's yeah. some. There's something.
3: This in. Is a pure podcast,
0: well, this yeah. is you know, it's like it's like the very first episode about making the sausage, and this is this is very much a sausage show. We just kind of throw it all in there, and there's something. <laughs> Maybe you know, I mean, sausage isn't definitely it's definitely not the best thing for you, but there's there's always something there.
3: Um, I'm <laughs> a fan of sausage,
0: so I mean, <laughs> is that a euphemism?
3: Yes, it is. All right. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I do it like real sausage
0: <laughs> I, yeah i'm do I'm, like the i i'm staying out of this
3: now so my girlfriends and i were out one night and for some unknown reason there just seemed to be men everywhere we were like the only women and there
0: were okay, just did like you end they up were- at a gay bar
3: <laughs> no <laughs>
0: That would have were- been fun. That would have been dancing everywhere. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: Yeah. Sometimes they don't like you there, though, when you're Good a straight
0: You know what? Woman. I don't like, like me there way. either.
3: Yeah. They're like, get out of my way, vagina. You know? <laughs> like, can I be your fag hang,
1: please?
3: <laughs> I need a gay best friend. They're like, everybody wants to be our best friend. Get out of here. <laughs> I got some fucking to do. Um... But anyway, so we were out, and presumably most of these men were straight. No idea. We were not in gay town. And we made up this song on the spot that goes like this. So much sausage. Gonna take some home and eat it.
2: Maybe later we'll eat it.
3: As long as it's got meat in it. <laughs> We wanted to, like, make, like, a really stupid music video <laughs> about it <laughs> where, like, one of our friends comes into the bar and she, like, kicks some Western doors and comes in and she starts, like, rapping, like, the filthiest sausage rap you've ever heard. <laughs> That's
0: freaking that, awesome. You, that sounds like something that you could get Rachel Bloom to produce.
3: All right. Let's
0: uh, find Rachel Bloom. Let's make this sausage music she, video that, happen. She, you know, she's... Did it do it again? God damn it. Uh, there we go. So, no, I, I, do you, I don't know if you watch Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but she makes some... She does some fucking awesome music. <laughs> I mean, I think... What was that? Uh, the video that kind of got her popular was the one about... Uh, uh, fuck me. God damn it. Uh, what's... now? Nah, I have to look it up again. Right? Ra- you know who Rachel Bloom is, right? Or do you not?
3: Yeah, I okay. mean, I actually heard her on Anna Affaris's podcast.
0: That's oh, nice! I
3: know it.
0: I I think she's awesome. She, her, she my uh, Crazy Ex Girlfriend is a great show. Uh, but now I I've been meaning
3: up. to watch it because she is so funny, and it, it seems like it's not getting the attention it deserves. It, it's just so much watching to do.
0: <laughs> I have to look up that damn video, uh, Rachel Bloom fuck me it's called fuck me damn it, damn it, damn it. fuck me ray bradbury <laughs> it's like the author of Ray yeah. Bradbury. okay so she <laughs> the video she uh so yeah she when she did this she did in 2011 i think or 2010 um so yeah and she won an award for it that's so almost a decade it's, ago. It's it's pretty damn funny, but look it up on YouTube. I, I will. I would love to. <laughs> I, I
3: so many of my ideas are just really stupid short films. I'm like, N- nobody's gonna like this. What am I doing? This is so stupid. One of them. Um, do you know the song? Do you remember? A lot of like older sisters sing it. It goes, "Sisters, sisters, there were never such devoted sisters." You don't know
0: it. I have not never heard, heard of it. Nope. Never heard it. Uh, it must be a Canadian from, thing. Uh, it's
3: from White Christmas originally, but then there's also a scene that a lot of people know of uh Bart Simpson in Millhouse jumping on a bed in wigs, singing that song, and Homer comes in and is like concerned about Bart's sexuality.
0: <laughs> That's funny.
3: <laughs> Anyways, I have a sister who is also single, Bonnie. You'll hear her on
0: the podcast. I've heard Bonnie, yes. I I you know, I like Bonnie. She, she's, oh you do. She she didn't pull any punches. Yeah. No, she <laughs> she's Just like she's just like her mother. <laughs> she's she's no holds bard. She she will not bullshit you. I I you know, I I I'm I'm with Bonnie. Bonnie, you know, if if you ever listen to Bonnie, she will not tell you she will not bullshit you. Uh
3: no. She <laughs> you know, and even while I was dating a lot of these people, she would tell me at the time that they were no good
0: (laughs) dude what the fuck are you doing (laughs) oh Oh, yeah
3: absolutely (laughs) and so yeah from here on out i'm like i gotta listen to her a little bit more (laughs) like what is wrong with me and she and i lived together i mean we shared a room all of our childhood but then we also lived together for majority of the time during our adulthood so she knows what's up pretty 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 well um But, um, oh, yeah, so I wanted to make a video, but I would change the words of that song instead of, like, sisters, sisters, it would be, sisters, sisters, we are turning into fucking spinsters. (laughs) When a certain gentleman asked for a date, I said no, and we stayed home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like Dawn. (laughs) uh,
3: Us just, like, eating popcorn, watching movies together, and being, like, lazy bucks who don't even attempt to find love anymore
0: don don's (laughs) gonna don's gonna be don's gonna stay home and love his dogs and that's you know and he's happy with that so i'm cool with it (laughs) once in a while hey own that shit you don't have to hey wait 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 what we're not talking about animal husbandry here You can love. I you can love my, your dogs. I will just don't my dogs. love your dogs. Right? You
3: know we're <laughs> in a very accepting society nowadays. BPD is the next thing to be accepted. It's the
0: slippery slope. That's right. what all the that's what all the uh, Christian conservatives tell us. Right? <laughs> because, okay, what's because next, dogs? Yeah. You with, you fucking perverts. Oh, it's, oh the the uh, Garfunkel and Oates sex with ducks.
3: <laughs> oh, I haven't seen it. Oh
0: my God, ducks sex with ducks. We'll do it in the rain. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my
2: god
0: garfunkel and notes look them up you'll love them
3: oh i know who they are i just haven't seen the ducks video yeah when they first made that one about um one of them was 29 and one of them was 30 or 31 they did you see that one um, oh, one is really hopeful for life, and then she's talking about how she's not going to settle down. Oh, right, and then, like right. the thirty-year-old is like, <laughs> "There's nobody good left. I'm going to die
0: alone. <laughs> I'm all alone." Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, I related to that very hard.
0: I, 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 I love those girls. They crack me up every time.
2: They are very funny.
0: Oh man, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the they because well, they I think they started off doing like they were. They're both comedians, uh, Kate McCucci and Ricky Lindholm, uh, and they were working together and they started, They said, you know, let's do some, we'll do some music for a show. And so they kind of sat down and started writing stuff and they were videoing it, I think, just to practice to it and they ended up putting it on YouTube. And then that's kind of where the, that that whole thing started off for them.
3: That's a cool, that's a, my favorite. you know like when people are just doing something like out of love and then it becomes
0: and then it blows up
3: (laughs) yeah that's just the that's the best it's i think it's just because people can feel the joy
0: you know i think
3: that's what you two have as
2: well so
0: when you when you you strike when you strike oil or gold or whatever you want to call it (laughs) you know it's uh it's one of those things that you uh you definitely want to yeah uh, you want to keep that going uh you know for as long as you can so yeah it's uh it's definitely you know if if you if you got if you've got if you're vibing go for it you know that's that's so, what i think.
3: yeah i agree i um i think like it it's been weird with the podcast my podcast a lot because uh, you know i when i first hit send on the first episode i I think I was just shaking all day, probably <laughs> had numerous diarrhea shits. I just looked, <laughs> um, I just like, what am I doing? Should I just like take this down immediately? Have I made a massive mistake? Um, but the amount of people who like reached out to say that they related to it has made it um, super worth it for me. And and that's like where the vibin comes in. Like I'm doing something good for somebody. This isn't just about me. I'm trying to use myself like as a guinea pig to like ask the questions that other people want to ask and kind of hide behind me and hopefully be able to like relate to the scenarios at all. Oh, totally.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I think everybody can relate to I mean you've had a number of relationships that kind of cover the gambit of different types of relationships. And I, I think everybody can relate to that on some, some level. And I think that's cool that you're, you're putting that out there. You know, you're saying this is what's happened to me uh, or, you know, I wouldn't say, I don't want to say what's happened to me, but I mean, you know, this is what's happened. This is, this is part of, this is part of my experience. I want to share this with you and see if there's common, you know, there's some common ground uh, that you might find uh that speaks to you
3: um yeah Do you, i have i'm always curious like did any of those relationships like relate to you guys at all like could you be like, oh, I remember oh yeah the- oh, um any specific one or or no, and how
0: uh, well for for me there one of the one of the people uh was very self involved um manipulative um kind of guided me towards things uh you know just manipulative yeah. and i didn't even realize it was happening until until towards the end when i was like oh got it and yeah, yeah. you know um yeah, yeah, so I, yeah, it it we we can definitely we can definitely see and it, like, like I said, I'm only so far in. I I think I uh, which episode am I on? Van- is it Vanessa? Yeah,
3: Vanessa.
0: Right. So I just started that one. Um, so you know, there, yeah. there's definitely there's definitely some relationships I was in that that started similar and fizzled similar. And, um, some of them were because of the locations that, that I met the people in, which was like a couple of the ones that you, that you started were like at a bar or something like that is where you guys first met. And I've, I've found that, that the alcohol does not help me with other people and, Bring us together for the right reasons. Mm. um But and that's, kind of, you know, I, and I, for me, because, well, Don, Don has been a bouncer, or I mean, I know he's not doing that now, but he has, he, you've I been out. You've sold. been so <laughs> old. I retired from it. <laughs> but you've, you, you would be out more than I ever would, because I was, I'm, I'm very much an introvert, you know, so I don't, I mean, when, when I, so you want to go out and do this thing, and like, no, thanks i'll stay at home and watch tv i'm good i'm good thanks for thanks for calling but i'm really good just sitting here in my blanket for it (laughs) you you mean i have to put pants on nah pass uh so yeah uh but you've i mean you you've been out you go out and see more people than i would it doesn't mean i'm comfortable no i'm not saying you're comfortable but you do experience more people than i ever than i generally i mean when i was playing when i was playing music you know i would see people Mm-hmm. and i was not comfortable with it <laughs> i mean i was fine being on stage you know i could be on stage and rocking out and i don't see anybody else except for my bandmates who were my who were my buddies and so because yeah my wife would come up and and tell me at the end of the show oh did you see that girl who flashed her boobs at you and i'm like nope <laughs> i didn't see anything so yeah it was so i i kind of block everything else out so uh so yeah for you go you going out so i i I don't have that experience because people would say would say to me like when i was not dating uh when i was single they would, oh you should should go out to you know go out to a bar and find somebody i'm like yeah but then i find bar people and i'm not a bar person why would i want to go be with a bar person (laughs) just because (laughs) that's not that's not me i've i've definitely found that the 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 relationships that I've started in bars were definitely people I would never start with <laughs> in other areas of life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Except for one or two who are still just, well, then again, I'm friends with all of my exes. So um, crap. I collect people. <laughs>
3: the collector.
0: I just don't murder them. <laughs> sweet yeah. murder Yeah. no i'm 50 so you know i'm kind of a loner i never wet my bed but you know well,
2: you're, you're I, never heard,
0: I never heard animals so yeah i guess i'm yeah, half my- in half out of being a serial killer i'm a serial people collector yeah my so my yeah for me it was you know i when i would find somebody i was always a serial monogamist So I would find somebody and just boom. And then I was like in a relationship. And uh, so it was, it was never, I was never a a dater. Gotcha. Um, So to get back to answer your (laughs) question. Yes.
3: Okay. (laughs) No, uh,
0: in a nutshell. uh, Definitely, definitely. There have been aspects of some, some of the things, some of the people that you've, You've interviewed uh, some of your exes. Uh, bring up mem- memories of things and people of the past for me, for sure. Um, yeah. So it's it's a little bit enlightening to hear someone outside of my own head spin on you know them or that that type of incident. Do, do have have any of her exes reminded you of you at all?
2: or
0: the dynamics of relationships. Look, I mean well I mean well cuz you're not who you are now Don is not who you were 20 years ago. Oh no. not so, to kick my own ass. So that's so that's why I'm asking. So are any so let's 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 go back to the beginning. So let's say Justin as a ma- so Look. I, yes. There and and in previous episodes mm-hmm. we have I think we've both apologized for any (laughs) ne'er do wellings that we've done to people in the past. And Mm -hmm. then nothing serious, no, you know, nothing real. There was never any uh, malicious intent or abuse or anything like that. Just dumb, young selfishness. Dumb, stupid shit. And (laughs) yeah, I'm every one of those, those. Every one of. I I am every one of the flaws that any human can be mm. um and some of them I've learned from
3: Got you. I like that. That's good.
0: Um, um yeah. One of, um one of the so- gr- one of the great things about your your podcast is the fact that I, as I'm listening I can hear I I can hear that going into this is a different person then then in episode 7 or 8 whichever one i'm in now mm. you you've changed uh, quite a bit there's there's it seems like there was a lot more maybe insecure insecurity at the beginning of all of this and now that you're 7 or 8 episodes in where i'm at mm. there's a more confident person going hey i'm learning stuff from this and sure. it's awesome
3: Thank you. Yeah,
0: because I I can, I mean, and and, uh, like looking, so just from the Justin episode, so that's like your first real romantic relationship where you were very young from, 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 and that at the beginning of that, where I can see, you know, a, a Justin is not somebody that you would hook up with now, I don't think. No, I wouldn't. (laughs) I'm not saying Justin himself. I'm saying a Justin. So, so, but I can see that as a young, insecure person that you could see, you could see somebody who he's, I mean, he definitely has charisma and he had some confidence, which when you're young and you're insecure, you look for that. And I can see finding that attractive. Me now looking at, looking at him. (laughs) and the way he comes off still i mean I, I i i imagine that the way he comes off to this day is very much like he was when you very first met him absolutely <laughs> dear dear all of you hot justins um don't hot get Justin. at bri- don't get at bridget cuz it's a no yeah
2: well, we'll see. It might,
0: it might be a maybe if you go if your first name is Justin and you go by your middle name, that's cool. I might be
2: the same, yeah. Justin
0: Anthony. <laughs> Justin Case. I don't know. <laughs> I knew a guy named Justin Case once. <laughs> there was a baseball player named Justin Case. There's, oh
2: dear. Anybody
0: that's- anybody who names their child Justin and their last name is Case, you got you got some issue. <laughs> I dated a gr- I did a girl with a very hippie name um, and I was at dinner this was when I I think I was probably 19 or 20 Mm -hmm. uh, at dinner with her family and, and her uh, I asked her mom, were you guys hippies? And she said, no, why hippies are dirty. (laughs) (laughs) And I, it said the name back to the mother and she goes, well, that's what kind of day it was. <laughs> oh,
2: that's okay.
0: Uh, okay. Well, and then there was a tirade about, I think there was a tirade about hippies. I don't remember. That was 35 years, 40, 40 years, not 40 years ago, 30 years ago. 30 years know. ago. 30 uh, years. Fucking okay. math. Like
3: 30 years ago. You're 10 years old.
0: No, I'm 50 now. I just turned yeah. 50. Yeah. Not gotcha. you. 40, so 40.
3: Forty.
0: Yeah, and I may have started dating when I was <laughs> seven. Don Don and I are about six months apart in age. Oh. My first girlfriend, I was seven, just out of kindergarten. <laughs> no, maybe well, we was her second. To Kristen, and I don't remember her last name. But we uh, were we were sitting at the we were sitting at the edge of my my parents' bed watching The Creature from the the Black Lagoon <laughs> in black and white because that's all it was available in. And I had a loose tooth and she said, she said, your, your tooth is really wiggly. And I said, watch this. And I, I pulled my, my Chuck Taylor Converse shoes up to my mouth and I bit down on my well, Maybe they weren't Chuck Taylor's who knows what they were, but I bit down on the, the shoe and my tooth popped out and she said, that's so cool. And she kissed me on the cheek.
2: Oh my goodness.
0: And then we held hands and we were going we were going steady. <laughs> we were going out I think we were seven or eight.
3: <laughs> That's
0: adorable. Uh, yeah. Um uh, have you
3: prepped her now to see what she's up to?
0: I can't remember her last name. But she was
3: she, her,
0: her name was Kristen and she was red haired and she went to Sandpoint Elementary back in the seventies and so
3: Oh my god. I wanna find her and I want you two to be the next interviews with X's episode.
0: <laughs> that time with my tooth? Remember that remember that time that we were we were playing with the Hot Wheels and the one went down the drain and I we lost it? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Did you think that was cool?
2: Yeah, I thought it was cool. Well, I kissed you. <laughs>
3: It's adorable.
0: Uh, interview with childhood exes. Oh geez.
3: <laughs> I actually did. Um, one of my childhood crushes uh added me as a friend on Facebook. And I didn't even recognize him when he first added me because of course it is now 25 years later. And and he was in my grade two, three split class. I was in grade two, he was in grade three. And he sat at my, like, in the, in our classroom, you were in groups of fours. And he sat there with us. And uh, we played kissing tag all of the time. And I really liked him. And his name was Jimmy Hughes. And when we played kissing tag, I had this, like, really smart trick, I thought. I wore a jean jacket. And the boys, of course, weren't allowed in the girls' room, which you could get to from the outside. So during recess... He'd be chasing me around, chasing me around. I was super, super fast. And then, as soon as he caught me right by the girls' bathroom, I would slip my hands out of my jacket, which he grabbed onto, and then I'd run into the girls' bathroom. So he would just be holding onto my jacket, <laughs> but he
2: wouldn't have it.
3: <laughs> and I thought it was like the sneakiest, best trick ever. And at my grade two birthday party, my older sister Colleen, also in the podcast found my diary, and came downstairs and showed everybody that I had written in it, I love Jimmy. And it was the most mortifying <laughs> Oh, my God, I could have killed her. She was such an asshole. And so anyways, when he found me on Facebook recently, because I've been doing all of these <laughs> interviews with exes, I was just like, ah, I'm gonna ask Jimmy Hughes how he felt about me in grade two. <laughs> and- I was like, hey, Jimmy, long time no talk. And he was like, yeah, Bridget, what's up? And I was like, I've got a question for you. (laughs) I had the biggest crush on you in grade two. This is what happened at my birthday party. Did you like me too? And he was like, of course I did. And I was like, yes. Yes. It still felt so validating. He was just like, yes, Jimmy Hughes likes me. I finally have the answer.
0: (laughs) That sounds like that's, a podcast in and of itself. Yeah. Jimmy Jim, Jimmy Hughes Jim, likes me. And <laughs> what was the last part of that though? And uh and I, Jimmy Hughes likes me and I can't remember.
3: I finally feel validated. Yeah, that's it.
0: That's it. That's it. Oh, that sounds like yeah, that awesome. sounds like a movie actually. That's actually yeah, maybe
3: so. <laughs> it sounds like our childhood crushes and talk to them. It's like, you want to know, because you never knew when you were a kid, like, if they liked you, too. At least I didn't. You know, I was too scared to, like, let him you kiss me or anything. You
0: didn't you didn't, you hey, didn't listen, write, write the checkbox note? I checked the box. <laughs> There's got, you know. Do you like me? Something. Yes or no. Check one.
3: <laughs> Don't you remember? I sent you that note. No, it got caught by the teacher on its way to me. I never knew. <laughs> remember that passing notes, but a teacher would find it, like, along its travels.
0: All right right, yeah. right and then and then you'd have to stand up in front of the class and read it.
3: <laughs> yes. Listen to this. I've got another good story. Grade 7, Mr. Limburg was my homeroom teacher. And it was like the fun period. Remember like once in a while there was like a, a just one period where you like played charades or something stupid and it, you didn't really have to learn anything. So I thought during this time you were allowed to pass notes because it's like fun <laughs> time. So I <laughs> I wrote a note and passed it trying to get to four friends over in the rows that said, Mr. Lindbergh is such a dill weed. <laughs> I passed the note to a friend. He Intercepts it as she's about to pass it to the next friend because he saw it come from me. He goes up to the front of the classroom while somebody's doing their charade, and he opens it up and <laughs> and just read it, not out loud, but he looked up to me with the saddest face
0: oh.
3: I've ever. His head was like on a slight tilt, and he had big brown eyes, and he just looked so sad. <laughs> I was oh was like, oh my god, uh, Mr. Lindbergh, I am so sorry. I don't even know what a dillweed is, and I don't think it's that
0: I don't even know what a dill d- dillweed is. But you're a fucking asshole though.
3: <laughs> sorry, what I was for trying taking to say
0: is
2: a loser. <laughs>
0: oh my god. Yeah. Well, hey, um, I hate to cut this short, even though we've short? been going for almost so three rude. Hours. <laughs> How dare
2: you? This
0: has been this has been a lot of fun, but it yeah. has. <laughs> we we we. It, it's the fourth year we have to go blow shit up. So no, no, I have to go protect certain um, entities in my home from the people blowing. Oh shit yes, up. so I got to be Ruby and Kofi. Is it Kofi? I don't know. It yeah, might be I Kofi. Just... It might I be. Know. He is. Are we it's, talking about coffee? No, we're talking we're talking about dogs. We're talking about my he, dogs. He has two dogs.
3: Oh, yes. yes. What kind of dogs
0: are they? Uh, one is a um mix of the pity vari- variety and the other one is a mix of the boxer variety and so without without too many spoilers, one of them is very new into the situation. So mm. If you listen, listen, listen to the most recent episode and then you'll, 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 okay. the cryy I one. Yeah. The cryy
3: one. <laughs> I, I look forward to crying tonight while mm-hmm. I listen to it. It'll be good. Thank you for talking and thanks for having know, me on yeah, the show. Th-
0: this was a lot of fun. I've enjoyed this a whole lot. It's, me too. It's been a very easy, easy interview. Very easy.
3: Yes. Um, it was very easy for me too. You guys are easy to talk to and I'm, I really like your show and I'm going to keep listening to it and tell hey. people.
0: Yay! That, the 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 same goes for us, definitely.
3: Okay, thanks, guys. Have
0: thank, a good day. Thank you much. Hey, give your give your mom a hug for us. We love her.
3: Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gonna...
0: Yeah, and the and the sisters too. They, the, is, yep.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay, I will. They'll appreciate that. <laughs>
0: yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. Uh, we support the, the 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 hug movement. So.
3: Okay, you know. I'm hug gonna life. Send, and if either of you actually want to interview your exes.
0: Boy, I would uh, let me think about that. That might happen.
3: Let's do it. It's so much fun. I feel so much better now. I think it'll even help. Like even if you're in a relationship right now, it can help you have a healthier relationship at this moment.
0: Uh, yeah. I yeah maybe
3: <laughs> yeah okay
0: yeah no yeah yeah the communication right now is not good. So you know
3: Well yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, it could help. It could. It really could. Um. And then we could interview her at the end, and so we'll get to see who the right one was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so wait, let let me let me say one thing. I always tell my friend when the, my friends come to me with relationship problems, and many do, um, they. They, ask, you know, hey, da 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 da, and I say, listen, man, you can you you have two options: you can be right or you can be happy. And they're like, oh, that's awesome advice. Mm-hmm. And then they go, how do you know this? I said, well, I've, I'm divorced twice. Well, <laughs> why should I? Why am I listening to you for advice? Well, because I'm always right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, said so you want to be like me or do you want to be happy? It's up to you.
0: Right, exactly. Yep. Yep.
3: Yeah, I, I think I wish you would give that advice to whatever future men I date. How about you tell them that you're hey,
0: if, future- you if you want to, if you want to, hey, you know, if you want to have a podcast where you bring on your potential date mates, we'll be happy to talk to them. We'll be like, okay. your, we'll be like your big brothers. We'll, yeah, I love that. You can totally do that.
3: <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Future, future potential mates. They'll be like. On Tinder, swipe and write, I'll be like, the thing is, you got to talk to my two big online brothers first.
0: <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly.
3: Yeah. I'm sure they'll really like that. I'll be scorned.
0: Man, all the hoops I got to jump through. First, this is a Tinder, the whole swiping. Then I got to talk to podcasters. Oh, yeah, my this God. girl must
3: be really special. Yeah. And they'll be like, no, not really. I'm always late for everything. Welcome <laughs> to your
2: nightmare.
0: Hey, wait a minute. You weren't late for everything today. You were yes. you were on time. You were early. I was almost late. <laughs> I, I was oh. late making coffee. I, I was gonna. I was gonna t- test out the, the the theory that that uh, Bridget was always late and be late. <laughs> but then I, I thought, no, I can't do that. That's well, you
3: really- know what? Um, <laughs> this podcast has helped me be more on time because I've I've really realized how much I am late for everything. And you know, a part of that too that I've learned too is that like maybe I'm just late to figure out some pretty crucial steps about who i am and relationships so the bridget is always late thing is not just (laughs) when it comes to events it might actually be in life and that's okay that's
0: okay you're learning we listen we we all spread our wings at different times or whatever spread our wings fit into our skin whatever the thing is just just as long as we spread them before we hit the ground and go splat totally i mean i'm (laughs) i'm most of the time i'm a 50 year old 12 year old boy (laughs) (laughs) well regardless of what our age is we'll still be 12 year old boys i still laugh at farts
3: (laughs) you have to you have to laugh at farts yep it's kind of the small joys in life if you're not laughing at farts you might as well just kill yourself
0: that's right Right. well let's not kill ourselves but let's definitely you know (laughs) lighten up a little bit (laughs) yeah yeah lighten up francis (laughs) what you and your buddy did with that cow, I want to party with this guy. (laughs) This guy fucks. (laughs) Uh, Okay, okay.
3: guys, have a good day and happy 4th of July.
0: Thanks, for Have a good one. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.